recording now for the podcast. I forgot to record the last podcast, apparently, but I have to. Thank you, God. I have the YouTube audio. I'll save it. But music. Worth it. Worth it. Who wants to do drums? Oh, that's right. Adam. Drums. Welcome to LIW John Carpenter Review for episode 6, Prince of Darkness. I'm Phoenix West. Prince of Carpenterism. Welcome to our show without a theme song. We don't have any. That was good timing, Dick. Um, yeah, Dick, it's, it's another Dick Pick episode, and he chose Prince of Darkness last week. Spoiler for next week. Not even really spoiler. I mentioned it several times. We're doing uh, Someone's Watching Me. Oh, sorry. The way it's written. Someone's Watching Me! Because that exclamation point at the end. Someone's yeah. Watching Me! And that's from the year, the inverse of the last two numbers. So 87 to 78. We're going wow. to that. And I'm looking forward to that episode, because I've never seen that movie. I've never okay. seen this movie either. Last week, I haven't seen that movie, and then I also never watched They Live. So we're really getting through the ones I've never seen. You know what, Phoenix? Yeah. This this movie came out in 1987, and if you want something to blow your mind the next time you think about it, just Google movies that came out in 1987, and just look at the cavalcade of stuff that came out in 87 that's, that's actually good stuff. Just like amazing amount of movies that came out in 87. Yeah, I own a lot of movies that came out in 87. Well, let's see. Let, 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 let me let me pull up a list. Yeah, of a movies lot of shit. A lot of good shit. Not not all good ones, but mostly good shit. Yeah, it's mostly good. Well, it's, you remember that time where most movies that came out were generally pretty good. You, all you right. Once in a while, there'd be a turkey. I have the list here. Yes. I the Lost Boys. Yes. Does, yeah. That does nothing for me. That movie. I know it doesn't. Uh, Full I'm... Metal Jacket. I enjoy. Um, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. <laughs> Secret of My Success, uh, Adventures in Babysitting, Witches of Witches Music, of... Um, Hellraiser, there you go. Can't Buy Me Love, <coughs> Princess Bride, Batters Not Included, The Untouchables, Running Man, Empire of the Sun, Raising Arizona, Angel Heart, Spaceballs, Wall Street, Some Kind of Wonderful, Planes, Trains, Ish. Automobiles, Robocop. Robocop, was Robocop. The f- Robocop was the first movie that came to my mind when you said 87, and it's like 25th on the list. Robocop is my number one favorite movie of all time. Fatal Attraction. Door. Death Wish 4. Good Morning Vietnam. Less Than Zero. Uh, that's another one of my favorites. Good Monster Morning, Squad. I watched a lot growing up. American Ninja 2. Roxanne. Yeah. Predator. Over the Top. Predator. Hamburger yeah, Hill. Robocop in the same fucking movie. Nightmare on Elm Street. The, one of the better sequels from Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which is written by Frank Darabont. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah, that is the best one. Fuck yeah. Evil Dead 2, Superman 4, Evil Masters Dead 2, of the Universe, the of that trilogy. Inner Space, that's a fun one. The Hidden, that's actually not a bad movie. Overboard, I love Overboard. Yep, Masters of the Universe with yeah. Dolph Lundgren. There you go, Lethal, Canon Films, baby. Lethal Weapon, Moonstruck, another Cage movie. Um, the Gate, that's a great movie. That's fucking wonderful. Um, Underrated uh, classic. Yeah. Summer School with Mark. Does it blow your mind? Um, just all the shit that came out that year? Like, just how much good stuff there was packed into one year? Oh, La Bamba. Throw Mama from the Train. That's a good That's one. A good one. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. 
There you go. Classic. Also released in, a few years earlier because that's just half, a re, half of just it's, the footage from the first one. the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> Best Seller, starring Brian Dennehy and James Woods. I have seen that movie. Wow. <laughs> that was on Amazon. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I just watched it. It's not a bad movie. It's actually kind of interesting. I have so, like a, uh, a glaring lack of... Sorry, put a pot, pin in that, Adam. I have a glaring missing segment of my movie oeuvre, whatever you want to say, which is the buddy... Almost buddy cop movies of the '80s, like like uh, what's that? He- Red Heat, and uh, there's yes, uh, there's city city streets or something like that with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. I think it's called City. Oh no! Oh, that's a bad one. That's like a real bad but one. But I, I just have no idea what the fuck any of those are. I just don't like 40, care. Forty eight hours, another forty. No, forty hours. hours is good. Forty eight hours is. What's well, a buddy cop movie? That's what no, I'm saying. Forty hours is good. Cop. It's not great, but it's good. It's fun. Yeah. Nick Nolte's great in it, and he's a racist. What more do you need? Another another forty eight hours is actually funny because if you read the drama on that movie, because um, they, they were saying no one knew what that movie was about, and it just kept getting rewritten and rewritten. Oh yeah. Adam, what were you and about to a, say? It's though? a mess of a movie. No, I was just gonna I was gonna mention that uh, you don't like Lost Boys. The, the, another movie that came out the exact same year, and the reason why nobody ever remembers it is Near Dark because it's pretty yeah. much the same movie. I think Catherine Bigelow directed that one. She did. She, she did. It's got you, the entire cast that you would like. I think you would like. I, I Near would Dark. because I yeah. do like. Uh, obviously, I love Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, Lance Hendrickson, pretty much the entire cast of Aliens is in Near Dark. It's the same concept except. The vampires are nomads, and they go to small towns, eat all of the locals, and when they run it's, out of food, they move oh, on. it's it's the it's the Mike Flanagan movie, the Doctor Sleep. It's got no, the, well, it, it's more it's more Twilight, vampires. but in reverse. Yeah, it, it's 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 got great effects. It's a good story, a good script, and, and it got buried because it's it it got compared to. Uh, Lost Boys, which was you know the one that everybody fucking went to go see because it was just marketed better. And Near Dark got buried. It's really hard to find that movie. I don't even I have, have a, a copy of it. Near Dark is on that list of movies with They Live. But I was like, yeah. I want to watch this movie. I know I'll love it, but I just don't watch it, and I don't know why. Yep. Catherine Bigelow is a good director. I yep. just. And I love, obviously, I love Bill Paxton, and I know I'm yeah. gonna love it, and I'm gonna and love he, him in it. There's a great Bill Paxton don't. performance or yeah. two in that one, <laughs> or two. So, yeah. Well, when, when they're in the when they're in that uh, the bar scene, yes. and yeah. they kill everyone in the bar, it's Bill awesome. Paxton goes full 100 percent Bill Paxton. You convinced me. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. 50 percent. Yeah, I, I have it on Blu-ray. I, I found the Blu-ray at Ooh. a thrift store Ooh. for four dollars. I didn't even know that was released on Blu-ray. It, it was, it, yeah. It's hard to find. It is out of print. You can buy it for like $50, $60 now. It needs to, it needs well, to be released. It got re-released yeah. around the time like... Uh, Twilight. No, I was going to say... Not, Hurt Locker. Was it Twilight? I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say Hurt Locker. I think it no, came out it, then. It, Twilight, uh, it, it was probably 2008 is when that movie came Because it's, it's almost the same story, but it's a lot better. I do have uh, Hurt Locker on Blu-ray because also I'm a big ministry fan. You were a you were their leader, not the leader of the band, but the, the fan group, right? Nah, I, just, I, I, I might have owned a couple of fan groups from time to time, but yeah. I have to salute that flag <laughs> to the ministry. There, there he is. is. Oh wow! There Here he is. Go. Here's he's, the he's here's the Twilight poster. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's he's the got a very bad Twilight knockoff. The the Blu-ray cover sucks. They need to change you, that cover. Hold on, are you yeah. are you kidding me? 
That's the cover. Yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. I saw I mean, a different one. Is, like, this is no, their the, main poster. The original cover is so much better. There this you one. Go. This yeah, one. That's that's the good cover. I remember right? this from no, video uh, stores as a kid. Yep. Yeah. Bill Paxton living it up in that fucking scene right there. But uh, yeah, that that movie there is a love story, but it's more like true romance. Oh, here's the main yeah. one. Twilight. That's yeah. the original cover right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the original cover. Then they also that's had... way a, better. I yeah. want to see this scene. This is the bar scene you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, I'm going to watch this tomorrow because I don't want any spoilers. And I... It goes on for a long time. Yeah. I know I'm going to like... Okay, I'm going to stop looking yep. at pictures. You'll like it. I know I'm going to like it. Okay. Even if you don't like vampires, you'll anyway, like that movie. Anyway, today yeah. we're talking about a movie that is basically vampires. Uh, Prince of Darkness from 87. Dick, you chose this. Explain your, your reasoning and uh, your relationship with this movie. Uh, well, uh, I think this is what's funny about this movie is this was made as an after effect of Big Trouble Little China. Yeah. Uh, I think poor, poor John Carpenter was in a pissy mood and yeah. he was like, you know what? I want to write a movie that's fucking depressing yeah. and awful about humanity and gory as fuck and yeah. nice gore effects. Gory and as fuck. It's, it's, it's kind of gory. Yeah. There's some gore in there. Mm. Gory a little shit. bit. There, it's there's, it's not the thing gory, but it's no, he was trying to return to horror. There was, was more gore than I remembered. Because the yeah. first time I saw this, I will admit, because I didn't know what to expect. So when I saw it a second time, I knew what to expect. I liked it more. Because I think what threw me off was the character of the guy from Big Trouble Little China. What's his name? Victor Wong or the other guy? No, no, Victor, the other guy. Not Egg Shen, but the the other guy. Walter, the other guy. Yeah. He was, because when I first saw this, he was so over the top and kind of goofy that I was like, I don't know if I liked his performance, but watching it again, I kind of accepted it. It worked for me. His character works. He's funny. Yeah. He's he's a lot funnier this time around. I was like, I enjoyed him this time. Turn your fucking phone off. It's not my fault. It was off, okay? I had to turn it on and check out the fucking list of 87. Did you bury him with a cell phone? That's all I want to know. Yes. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> no, but it's... Don't it's, ever uh, die, Dick. It's terrible. No. No. <laughs> it's like a scene from Prison Darkness. Yeah. I got a message for you. You're not going to like it. I love that fucking <laughs> scene. You're all too, dude. Die. I love that scene so much. And the uh, fucking... nothing will save you. Your God will not save you. Oh, yeah. God. The pl- God plutonium will not save you. No one will save you. <laughs> Something like that. That's great. Yeah. No, it, but and she's the, just thing like... that, the thing that bugs me about it is the guy is Simon and Simon, the main star. Oh, yeah. The star of the main... He's the one thing that prevents this from being a perfect movie. And I, it's just, it's not his fault. It's just he's not right for this part. Before you he's, break down the movie, can I ask you one question? Yes. Is are or sorry are they are the people in this movie supposed to be first time college students or are they going back to school to finish degree? Because Victor Wong has a line where he's Dick. Seriously, I'm gonna shove that up here. No, <laughs> is is because Victor Wong's like you guys don't have degrees, but we we understand you guys are really advanced and good for this. So are they supposed to, is he supposed to be a 40 year old going to college for the first time and pretending to be 19 or is he supposed to be going back to school? That's the one thing that I never understood about this movie. I want to say they're graduate students at least. Yeah. I feel like they, they casted uh, the Simon and Simon guy because Tom Atkins actually did fucking look too old to be a college student. So they put a guy in there gave him a Tom Atkins-esque mustache because you can never duplicate a Tom Atkins mustache. But, yeah, 
That guy had zero charisma whatsoever. He's a cross between. Yeah, he's very. I was thinking the whole time he's very Tom Atkins. And what are the odds that John Carpenter produced Halloween three? What you are the mentioned odds? something funnier earlier, and I want you to bring that back again. That that all the scenes of mysteries. We're all mystery science theater fans here. Every scene where it's like, please don't let this be the main guy. Yeah, yeah don't that's, let this like, be. that's what I say. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Confess, I have the yeah. same fucking. I did too. Feeling. I was watching it. Be the main guy, Castleton snob. This he, guy sucks. He shows up and he's like, yeah, it's, uh, he's and he like, just uh, stares yeah. off screen and he has a must like thick bushy mustache and I'm like, all right, who? He's he's he comes off as like he's the only one in the movie that thinks he's doing something important. But I Everybody love. Everybody else is like, we're in a carpenter yeah. movie. Relax. I love that his introduction, the the scene that they chose to show him, they cut to a college course and it's Victor Wong teaching his class and it's all about like, don't be too presumptive about things. Some things are out of your fucking element. It's gonna be weird. You don't know what's going on. He's it's real. Good at those kind of lines. But then really it shows is. our main character, and you're just like, I'm like, okay, is he another professor just just observing? Like he's part of the board. Oh, he's a fucking student. And then they show him in there. I'm like, he's 40. He's literally 40 in this scene. And then his love interest is 30. People that go to college that long are doctors. Yes. Not biochemists. Granted, she is writing out equations that will boggle your fucking mind. Because that that one girl is, when she's doing the typing, she's, she's basically rewriting it in math. Like she's rewriting the whole book in math, so it's like, yes, that's kind of fucking intense. It is. So she's gonna have a master's. linguistics from but Star Trek. He's gonna be yeah, in school yeah. so long. He's gonna turn the fucking Chevy Chase from Community. He's gonna be a sixty-seven-year-old man in, in college courses. And I'm like, this is this is pathetic, and I just feel sad because by the time you get your degree, you're like, I got my degree. Oh, old age, and you're dead. What the fuck well, is the point case, of this? By the time he gets his degree, it's the end of the world. <laughs> Because they okay. came in 1999. Sorry, continue with the with the overall premise, Dick. I know we interrupt all the time, but try your best. No, it's like, uh, no just um, and then we. Well, it's basically uh, this church, which again, Carpenter tells the story without dialogue. It is basically the the opening credits. You get the whole prologue. It's like the first five minutes of the movie is you know what's going on, and even if you don't know what's going on, you understand what's going on. Like, you know something fucked up is going on, and Donald Pleasance is scared shitless. He's scared shitless, and the point when they're in the hallway later on, and he just backs into a room like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he just starts to lose it, and then he, yeah, yeah with the axe. Yeah. Now, fuck, we'll get into that. The axe thing is well, fucking I'm, hilarious, but yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the mirror. Oh, God. Okay, it's a great okay. Movie. Yeah. No, but, uh, and then you have, essentially all it is is, if the devil and everything evil in the world was was protoplasma in a jar, and it's just sitting in this church that's been buried in L.A. for like 500 years because it was some Spanish mission that they built over it to protect it, and it's been a secret for 500 years. Who spoke to each other through dreams? Also. Well, it, it was what was it? It was the Brotherhood of Sleep, or what that's was right? It? Yeah, it was the Brotherhood. What's of Sleep. a cool name? Brotherhood was of Sleep. Was it Sleep? It was Sleep. Okay. It was sleep. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, um, or Brotherhood of Dreams, or something like something that. like that. Because yeah. they all shared the same dream, and it wasn't really a dream. It is a remote transfer of information that's going live at the moment 
but they sent it back in time because it, it is Tachyon. It is sleep, go, by the way. It is sleep, yeah. yeah. So they, they used Tachyons, and they actually explained Tachyons yeah. for change. Because all the times <clears throat> I've watched Star Trek, I'm like, what the fuck is a Tachyon? And then yeah. I'd look it up, and I'd be like, nope, still don't make any sense. No, yeah. I want to look... This is a movie I want to watch John Carpenter's commentary. Because I was reading about oh, it. Yeah. I'm sure... Because Dick does the same thing I do, where you, you watch a movie, and you read the IMDb trivia... No. So, I, and it mentioned like him going, it's very specific. And I didn't feel like, I feel like I would bore everybody. So he just kind of did like a cursor thing. And I want to listen to his commentary because it sounds fucking no. hilarious. He's the thing I like about Carpenter is he's, he's a type of guy that's not afraid to admit when he's being lazy about something or doesn't oh, yeah. give a shit. Like he'll just fucking flat out blurt it out. He doesn't care. He's, he's done trying to impress people years ago. He'll let you know. He has nothing left to prove. I just oh, think it's, most of his movies have cult followings now. So I just think it's it. it's funny that the 4K version has the same stuff as the Shout Factory. Sometimes they do. I had the same thing with the They Live, and, and yeah. I was actually holding out buying Prince of Darkness because I wanted to get the 4K version of this. Even well, though that's right. I don't feel like anything will be improved by 4K, I still want it. I'm just addicted well, to 4K. I, I think the 4K has the same stuff, but it's cheaper. Because yeah. the Blu-ray's out of print, that's why I was like, "Oh, I gotta buy the 4K." Yeah. So they they re-release it player. so that the because yeah. they see that the because that's why I didn't buy Prince of Darkness for the longest time because yeah we we're talking about how Blu-rays when they go out of print they'll yeah. go up like 50, 60 oh, bucks. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not paying sixty bucks for yeah. Prince of Darkness. Come on. Yeah, you know? that's the Shout Factory shit. Yeah, yeah. It, so I mean, the Shout Factory makes good products, but yeah, yeah. I, I will usually wait for a re-release that's more yeah. affordable before I'll jump on something like that. For longest time. This movie was like packaged with vampires. Like yeah. so, I always thought that for longest time. I, this is a confession. As big of a John Carpenter fan as I've always been, I didn't watch this movie till I was older, and I thought that this movie was a sequel to Vampires because it was like on a two part. You know, like yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, I was like, okay, in my mind would always remember like I've seen this before. It's Alice Cooper and it's something about vampires. And then when I watched, I'm like, oh, that's nothing like what I thought it was. Where's James Woods? Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. My, yeah. My, yeah. my favorite IMDb trivia about this movie was, it's one of my most controlled films visually, says Carpenter. Every shot I can see, every shot is basically set to a purpose. Where in some films, I will let things go. Speaking of his laziness. I will let, I will let it beat more loose. I'll let actors improvise. Every shot in here is a spe- uh, specific, specifically designed to communicate something. He, create, he credits the budget with forcing him to be more precise. Because it was like would, three million. True. I want to say this movie has yeah. nothing budget. Yeah, probably even less it's than a million. So good. No, it's three million. It's yeah. If he could do that with three million dollars, what the fuck? Roger Corman Who, has nothing to. He has no yeah. excuse. I mean, but you, you me. see what I mean about like the way he lights his sets and the way and everything. Also, I, I looked up. He shot everything with widescreen lenses, so you had all of this like focus in the background, focus in the front round. You could distort the images more. Uh, and as far as the carpenter stairs, which I'm always telling you guys about, there's so many of them in this one. And they're all equally as creepy. Like, they just give me fucking goosebumps every time. Millions of carpenter stairs in this movie. Now, there's a bunch of different stories about Alice Cooper's involvement, though. I was reading on IMDb. Yeah. It's like three different stories. And I'm sure they're all not true. The, the thing that makes the most sense is, I guess, the producer is the say, is the manager of Alice Cooper yeah. and John well. Carpenter. So it's like they got them together and they said, hey, you want to just be in a movie with us? Yeah, yeah sure. The other one was he, he showed up for to watch a scene. And then he's like, yeah. hey, be in the movie. And I'm like, 
Uh, one seems the other a little one is, too... is Car- uh, Carpenter met uh, Alice yeah. Cooper at WrestleMania because yeah. Carpenter's a big fan of that as well, and that's yeah. why he got Roddy Piper. So that yeah. one is the one I believe more because kind of makes me Alice not like Cooper. Carpenter. I can see Alice Cooper at WrestleMania because a lot of the stuff that he does in his concerts, which I've seen Alice Cooper like zillions of times in concert, is very similar to what they do in wrestling. It, it, there's a lot of very well acted out set pieces that go to each song. He has a lot of props and, you know. Well, and, and that's why I guess uh, Carpenter wanted him to do the bicycle trick. Yeah. So can he Can we said talk that, about yeah. that? That's the yeah. best, literally the best fucking kill in this movie. Yeah, the what poor guy. What? What? I thought everyone was going to spend the night in this place, and the one guy that gets to get outside, I will go. I'm out of here. Good night. Gets and fucking. You know what? That guy was such a, a piece of shit too, because like like three scenes earlier, he's like, and that's the other thing about this movie is every dude in this movie is kind of a a, a, a sexist asshole. You know what I mean? Like I was picking up, kind of the guy that got impaled by the bicycle because he says. Uh, they say, the guy's like, she's married, you know? And he goes, how married? I'm like, fuck yeah. you, dude. You know, like, oh, that's the guy that gets stabbed by the bicycle. Yeah, he gets yeah. impaled by a bicycle. I called him horny dork. The blood squirts out of his back, and it was also a nice touch. He was listening to an Alice Cooper song, which is also called Prince of Darkness, which was written for this movie. The only time it's featured is you hear it slightly through his headphones when he's walking down the street just before he gets impaled with a bicycle. Nice touch. Like, like Carpenter had a chance to, to exploit a fucking song in a movie, and he didn't go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this the horny dork, as I call him. This fucking guy. He's got a... I, yeah, there he is. Right there. There we go. I love that shit. And that's actually... That gimmick is from one of his concerts. Like, he, every concert, yeah. if you guys are not familiar with Alice Cooper, he kills himself or somebody else on the stage at some point and resurrects himself... Sometimes he's using a noose. Sometimes he beheads himself. Sometimes it's impalement. It cha- he changes it up from time to time. So, yeah. great fucking showman. Love the guy. Um, yeah, the the he gets. He, uh, sorry, Dick. Continue. Let's let's just go in order because I'm all no, over the place. No, I just say it's just basically the, the team is brought together of uh, of like uh, physicists and uh, uh, teenagers. Uh, Teenagers, yes, they're all over thirty-eight years old. They all are paying into their their retirement accounts pretty well, it's heavily. Definitely, gra- it's a graduate school. For oh, it's sure. graduate school, but it's like graduate school of, of the guys that had nine to five no, job. You can't say it's, it's graduate school because Victor Wong literally says you don't have degrees in this, so they're going for their first degree in this. This is like MIT without actually using the words MIT. Is what the fuck it is. They're very smart. I don't give the movie that much credit. I don't because they're supposed to be like young bucks, and they're 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 halfway through their fucking lives at this point. Well, that but the problem with this is it's the reverse because today, you know that all the high school students are thirty. In this one, all the college students are over forty. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit! You, well, you know what's weird is nowadays, like as of a few years ago, they started casting actual teenagers in teenage roles, and I go, oh, I feel creepy watching this no. because I don't want to actually watch teenagers doing this, and it's so yeah. fucking weird. Chloe Grace Moretz, like she's she's an adult now, but now she's an adult, but she. Yeah. Ugh, for a while I looked there, up. Like, I was, the site I go to download movies, which is totally legal, by the way, it had like one of the uh, Bring It On sequels, 
and it was a poster and i go those are actual teen like no that's not yeah. fun like gabriel union was 23 when she shot that movie the first one yeah no thank you and these new ones are just like actual teenagers i'm like i don't know no they get younger and younger it's gross it's yeah. like disney's producing them like no thank you i know what's going on isn't going on who disney. doesn't want to see a developed female body <laughs> they're not developed they're they're developing they're developing yeah it's the thing it's, it's like oh god I, no, no. No, I don't. show me after they're they're wrecked by life. Show me John Travolta children. as thirty four years old playing a teenager in Carrie. Yeah. Yes, I really like, have that. Yeah, show me that because at least I'm like, oh, he's an adult getting killed. He's, he's poppycock, poppycock, <laughs> yeah. poppycock, poppycock. Oh moose is in the house. Moose is in the house. Yeah, that moose, shit. moose. See, um, I wish I wish Alice Cooper stabbed him with a bicycle in that movie <laughs> instead of Devin Sawa. Cutting off yeah, his Devin fingers. Zawa, yeah, Devin Zawa, that would have been fucking funny. Cutting off yeah. his fingers. This this movie is grossly miscast. That's that's my one of my. Well, just, and I think he's the only guy that's like everyone else is okay. It's fine. My, my problem though with the cast, it, other than Jameson's bad, what's that guy's name again? Uh, Jameson Parker. Yeah, Simon Simon's bad performance is that all yeah. of the character actors that we get, Donald Pleasance um, and uh, 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 Victor Wong. And Dennis Dunn, I see those guys on screen and I immediately think of characters that they've played in other movies because the parts that they're playing are way too exact like characters they are in other movies. Like, if you told me Prince of Darkness was Egg Shen meets Dr. Loomis from fucking Halloween, it makes sense because they're practically acting just like those parts. You know what I mean? Like, I like those actors. But they're doing the same thing that they've done in those other Carpenter movies, and it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. Well, I, I think that's what makes it kind of funny, though, is, is Donald Pleasant's, it's pure evil! Right? Again. Yeah, this is pure evil Wait again! Like, like, that's why I have this as my main, my main uh, avatar, <laughs> yeah. because it is his character from Puma Man. He can't say Puma Man. Puma Man. <laughs> and they keep Puma going, Puma Man, in MST. Oh, that movie's a wonder of joy. But I have but two so thoughts about the casting. Uh, one is Jameson Parker, Simon Simon. He couldn't understand the fact that there's other actors on screen with him. He's used to playing <coughs> a green screen where he has to talk to himself with a mustache from mm. Simon and Simon. And every single actor in this movie is the most forgettable fucking person I've ever seen in my life. That's yeah. my other problem is everybody that's not Donald Pleasance and Victor Wong yeah. sleep sleepwalking through this. And, well, and is, Dennis is, is Dunn is one too. Now? I don't. No, because, I don't think it should be because this is about people. It's that specific matter, people, you know. Yeah, yeah, very specific. In fact, at one point, there's that running joke. Susan, it's not really a, a joke. Susan, yeah. Susan, who? <laughs> yeah, the girl, the, the MIT, the the biophysicist, the it's, glasses. It's the same oh. shit they did in in uh, Escape from New York. I thought you were dead. Everybody fucking says that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were dead. You know, like Susan. It, it's like I'm like, yeah. do you even know that your cast is this fucking? Fruit? Maybe it is a design choice. I'm not I, sure. I feel like it, it is. I it don't know. Probably but could be. Yeah. The problem is when it got toward the end, I couldn't tell the difference between Susan and the other girl, the main <clears throat> yeah. girl, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? I don't know. Who is the girl who's like a zombie with giving birth to a Satan baby? She she was the um, who I couldn't tell well, she, the difference. She was the blonde girl, but I couldn't tell the difference when I'm watching. I'm yeah. sitting, I'm like, and I only, who is this? I only remember the Asian girl only because uh, yeah, uh, that creepy Dennis scene Dunn. She's typing. W- Wang goes in and says, you know, you could almost pass for an Asian. She just kind of goes, oh, 
You know, she walks and, out the room, and then later on he goes because it gave her more character than any of those other women have. I he goes, Lisa, I want when she's possessed. He goes, Lisa, I want to apologize. Yeah. You don't look Asian at all. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? And and he tells gonna, that he tells that Yiddish joke. Yeah, he tells a couple you jokes. Idiot, I told you uh, I want you to marry a, a doctor. <laughs> yeah, he, whatever. If this were like 2006, he'd be Nick Swarsden in a movie. No, they would cast no. yeah because he's awkward and he tells racist no. jokes. It would have been it would be Josh Gad. <laughs> oh, it'd be much worse. Gad. Nick Schwartz is only in Adam Sandler movies. I know. I don't, think, work. I don't think somebody like Carpenter could put up with Josh Gad's bullshit. I, I don't think don't. so. Did anybody else think uh, James Parker, our main uh, Jameson Parker, our main character, looked like John Carpenter at this time? No, but I'll tell you this, though. I, I did think that Jameson Parker at one point was going to be the villain in the movie. That's how unlikable he actually is. He is a role. flat note. And speaking of flat, flatliners took a lot from this movie. Yeah. They took yeah. a lot from this when movie. When did flatliners come out? 90. So like this flatliners borrowed heavily from this movie. Flatliner, I was watching this and I go, this is flatliners. And I was like... Because Flatliner seems like an 86 movie, but it's 90. I looked it up, and I was like, oh, Flatliners is so late for what it is, because it's so dated. And, and uh, yeah, they they, be- they borrowed heavily from this. Where it's, but in that movie, it's a bunch of students, like graduate students, meeting after, after school hours to do their experiment. We've seen that a thousand times in movies since. But, and it felt very similar to this movie. Only this movie has a different setup where they're they're part of an experiment. They don't even know why they're there. Nobody Victor Wong will not tell them why. So much so that like fifty five minutes in the movie, they still don't know why. Well, it's great because <laughs> they don't want to believe it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like he doesn't. Donald Pleasance doesn't want to believe it. Victor Wong don't want to believe it. They're all fighting their own fates. Victor Wong wants what... to prove it before he tells anyone. <clears throat> yeah. he wants to prove it 100 percent before he admits it because of based off his speeches in the beginning with that classroom <clears throat> with those microphones, that scene, and because you can't comprehend it, and it's like you yeah. have to comprehend it because like you don't, you're gonna lose your fucking shit. If yeah, I tell you what this thing is. Yeah. yeah, it goes back to what you were saying too about how this show goes out of its way to not have any expository dialogue in the opening. Yeah. There's there's no exposition at all because they want. They, they're saving it for the end. You know what I mean? They're saving the story for almost the, the last act. They're going to dump all this on you. And it's like, at this point, you're either going to go with it or you're going to be like, bullshit. Which most of the scientists are like, bullshit. Yeah, you know? this is bullshit. Like every, know, That's every other line in the movie, like the first 30 that, minutes. The guy you with the mustache. <laughs> the guy that works for Dennis Dunn, that's like, he's hanging out in the doorway most of the time in the scenes. Yeah. And he's like, this is bull, this is bull crap. They're a bunch of buttholes. He talks like that, and he like <laughs> because he's over. totally a, bi- a you know biologist. Yeah. It's the guy that gets his neck snapped by uh, Susan. That was another good scene. I like that one too. But there, there's a lot of really unsettling, creepy shit. How do you guys feel about the whole idea, the the the, the concept of just taking good and evil and re- reducing it to like a molecular concept? Oh, I love that. That's what you I either love go with it. it or you think it's the stupidest shit you ever heard. It's the stupidest no, shit I've ever heard. The reason shit. I'm asking you guys it. is I've been in a lot of horror groups and the fucking yeah. social media, and they're they're a very fickle bunch. And people either love or hate this movie. There's no in between. The people that hate this movie, they hate the concept of it. Well, I, if I could, I'm gonna give my score for the movie right now. And mm. you say it's one or the other. I gave it a six. It's it's okay. I didn't mm. love it. I didn't hate it. 
I, I thought it was okay. Six, six in my book is where I start to like it. There's stuff I really enjoy in this movie, but overall I found it kind of boring and stupid. But I didn't hate it. I, I would I would definitely rewatch it again. And I thought I'll, I'll probably get more out of it in a rewatch. But I think so because I felt the same way the first time I saw it. Yeah, but this uh, I felt the same way with in the mouth of dark or in the mouth of madness, and I, I really yeah. enjoy that movie every time. I, we talked about that dick in the first episode. Yeah. The more well, I watch it, this, the more I love it. So this one so came out. I'll uh, give it another after, chance. Yeah, Mouth of Madness came out after this one. Yeah. But both of those movies, Mouth of Madness and this one, are movies that do need to be rewatched because you don't necessarily pick up on it the first time. This movie throws a lot of shit at you in yes. the last act. But like, the, just yeah. throws it at you. The problem you the fucking head with well, that's it. Yeah. that's kind of a problem for me though. Is nothing fucking happens except this girl gets sprayed in the face by some uh, demon jizz. And then uh, literally, she walks around and, and and snaps people's necks and and we don't, I don't even think we see what happens to Lisa, do we? She's just suddenly on a computer typing like you will not be saved. No, no she, what she's happens laying is she, down. Or she, she crawls up on top of her like you yeah. think of like you know, like oh this is gonna get fucking weird and then she crawls up on top of her while she's in bed and shoots that jizz shit into her. Okay, mouth. yeah. So. I, th- I feel like the illusion there is that she's a lesbian. Okay. Because I, I she, was picking she, up on that, yeah. She she rejected um, Big Trouble Little China's advances, and as soon as this chick's on her, she's like the first thing she says is "Hi." Like, she didn't she push her away. She fight. just she just she laid there fight. like yeah. she's surprised, and she didn't push her away. Hey, hey. did she resist? And yeah, I th- I think the demon picked up on that and exploited it. And yeah, used it to, because and if, she jizzes in her mouth. If I that's, stayed that's over, how these. If I stayed over at Dick's house. And we're just like hanging out watching movies and then we go to sleep and I'm on the couch and he walks out of his bedroom at three in the morning and what climbs on top of me. I'm not going, Hey, hey guy. I'm <laughs> yeah. going, What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I think that would be awkward. Get the yeah. fuck off. Do of not me. jizz yeah, in my they, mouth right now. That, demon that's, demon that's or not, these, no jizz. <laughs> these demons turn each other yeah. into demons as they no. jizz in each other's mouths. They just they well, something it, comes out of their mouth no. and then it goes into another she mouth. She gets that well, last I, guy in the last scene and it's fucking hilarious because she sprays it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the only one that misses is uh, uh, the, our Tom Atkins wannabe uh, Simon and Simon guy dodges one. I thought that was kind of funny. It was like an unintentional laugh out of me because I'm like, oh, I, I laughed. Was, I thought now it was you great. can yeah. dodge it. Okay, cool. No. You know, so I just like the fact that that one scene where he's just beating the shit out of that one guy, uh, the, the bigger the the other white guy got spit on, and he just doesn't really do anything. Yeah. No, the scene that was funny was when, uh, um, uh, sorry, I'm terrible with names. Uh, Dennis Dunn is trapped in the closet. Yes, and he starts seeing it. what's happening with the actual Prince of Darkness, and he freaks out. And I swear to God, I rewound it a couple of times. At some point, he says, oh, "I don't want to die, and I'm gay." I swear to God, he said he was gay. Right? <laughs> well, because, <laughs> because it, it would make sense because through the whole movie, he's constantly trying to push up on everybody. And show his dominance over everybody and, and everything. He has a line where they go, "Where are you?" He goes, "You wouldn't believe me." And I'm like, "You're in the next." Is room? that a gay joke? And then, yeah. And at some point, it, it well, that's like the he, biggest fucking closet I've ever seen. If that's he, a he said something. It's like my doctor said it was his homosexual tendencies or something like. Or, he did. You know, he said yeah, a joke. He did say he said that. That. So, I remember that. Yeah, he did say that. So yeah. if he said in the closet that he was gay, like it's funny. He's literally in the fucking closet. And he says he's gay while he's in the closet. I, I'm not saying metaphors here, but 
John Carpenter has a warped sense of humor. I'm just saying. Well, I think, right? I think it's, yeah, that might be the joke. But at but some I'll... point, he takes a lead pipe. He's been in there for like what feels like an hour, the way this movie is shot. And at some point, after he sees shit it's, fucked up with the actual Prince of Darkness, he just clawing his fucking way out well, of no, the closet. He only, you know? he only starts to do that after they're breaking the door down. They're breaking the fucking He's door down. He's been in there all night. Like, you've been letting these 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 stupid biophysicists try to dig you out from another room in another hallway, trying to dig slowly dig their way through, which is the worst idea ever, alright? And then all of a sudden he can just go the other way while they're chasing him fucking through. It's hilarious. It's funny shit. It's funny. I think it's more for humor than anything else. I it's, don't know. it's 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 humor. It's not jokes. Yeah. It's just no, humor. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but uh, creepy scenes. Every fucking long stare. Uh, the first time the lady encounters uh, Donald Pleasance, and that voice uh, is lower, just an octave lower. Thanks for opening yeah. the church. Yeah. She's got a cup full of worms. That shit gave me goosebumps. Okay. Oh, right? even though I didn't know what the fuck was going on, I'm glad you mentioned this. something otherworldly is going yeah. on here. Yeah. Can I? I'm gonna mention this. Uh, and Dick, you watched this with me for the first time. Um, let me pull it up. See if I can find it. Do you remember the scene from Shaun of the Dead when he's on the bus and he's looking out the window and he sees the homeless guy and he pulls a bird in his mouth? And I yeah, go, yeah, yeah. now I get the reference because it's it's literally them doing this because he looks over yeah. at the homeless guy and he's just sitting, yeah. just sitting there weird. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't, this, Donald Pleasant is just like, the fuck? And he just before off. that guy got impaled with a bicycle, he sees a, a crucifix like right off yes, the steps that the has pigeon. a pigeon that was awesome. Under cross. That's some fucking wicked imagery right there. That was man. a good... Yeah, I was going to say that was It's awesome. the homeless people making their own version of what they think they fucking see. If I could, here's some Tom Atkins stuff that we did on uh, the third B-movie battle. Oh, there's no sound. Is that my... God damn it. <laughs> now he's asking. Oh. Now he's asking. Oh. Now he's So it's from Halloween 3 where he just fucked this girl, and then after fucking he goes... Holy... Now he's asking. Oh, three times he went in there, and now you're going to ask. Fourteen? <laughs> a little later. <laughs> you already fucked her. It doesn't matter. This shit's already over. Yeah. Is that Michael? You know what the saying is, once you come in there twice, you're good. Kill her. Yeah. Oh, right, that was it. <laughs> but... Oh, my God. I remember watching that video, that one that you guys did, that one that right there. But that, it reminded me of that one we were watching, uh, that we do on the other Twilight Zone show, there's that part where that guy, like, he says, I'm so glad that you're seeing a psychiatrist. Let's fuck. Let's get nasty now. It's like, this is not Where was that? What was that from? That, that was from that fucking terrible Twilight Zone that we reviewed uh, oh. on that other show. Yeah. Oh, what, what <laughs> I thought episode? that was a direct quote from the movie. No, I did, no, too. And I was one. like, no. I, A, I missed that. But now that I know it's from Twilight Zone, <laughs> but B, you know I missed what? that. The, 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 it ties into this, though, because... Uh, Simon and Simon and the girl in this movie, the the hero who turns out to be the hero of our movie, have no chemistry, chemistry. No. at all whatsoever. In fact, None. their relationship made me feel dirty. He he asks her out by going <laughs> by being really sexist and she's like, No, go fuck yourself. And then makes a joke about and it. And he goes, Wait, let me backtrack. That didn't go the way I wanted to. I wanted to fuck you. Let me it, just say come like, over and that, let's fuck. And she goes, All right. This is supposed to end with us fucking, on. and I screwed up. Let yeah. me have a do-over. And then, and then he says, what man ruined you, you fucking whore? He, no, he quotes a different movie, which... Yeah. 
But he does a thing where he's reading the Choose Your Own Adventure novel, and he kept his thumb on the previous page. He goes, wait, there, that, didn't, that, didn't, that didn't count. I didn't want it to go that way. Let's it, do it this way. Let's see where this goes. It, it, it like, almost reminded me uh, of uh, uh, Bill Murray from uh, Groundhog Day. Okay? Yeah. No ice cream and, and ne- ne- definitely not French poetry. You, you know Sweet vermouth like, with a twist. He learns to play piano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I just want to say a prayer to world peace. Yep. Yeah. A- amen. <laughs> amen. A perfect movie. Shit. A perfect movie. That is a perfect movie, yeah. That's one of them. He's also this in uh, one, Ghostbusters, however, a perfect movie. A Ghostbusters, perfect movie. Gravity, perfect movie. Shawshank. Uh, Shawshank's a perfect movie. Seven's a perfect movie. There's, this there's is a not handful. a perfect movie, though. Um, With the perfect no, movie, you can not like a perfect movie. It doesn't meet your taste. That's different yeah. than perfect movie. Uh, but on the Carpenter movies, it's it's definitely good. But I think it, it's it's not for everybody. I, oh I, fuck I, I, no, no, it is not. My my problems with this, uh, I'll I'll do my score first. Mine is a way. seven out of ten. Uh, actually, uh, I I like the movie. Part of it is the fan uh, the 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 Carpenter fanboy in me because there's a lot of shots in this movie that I really enjoy. Uh, shots of people staring, the lighting, the way it looks, yeah. the the wide lens, uh, his music, his synth music, which. It was more prominent in this movie than I thought it would be. He wasn't but Mickey takes, Mousing it. What takes me out of the movie was Dick. is the fact that he uses characters from his <laughs> other movies that are playing such similar roles that it it I, I I'm not I'm not invested in this universe enough. But I do like the concept that they've got. They're trying to break down. They're trying to blend religion, physical science, and cosmic horror all together at the same time. Uh, I that have, part, that shit is interesting. So. so many thoughts on what you just said right there. Okay, if I could, I'm not. I'm not going to debate your your rating. That's perfect. It no, works for you. Seven, seven yeah, ten. No, no argument there. I just want to say, cosmic horror. You know, I don't like that. We talked about this. That's why I knew you would probably give this. A, you yes. actually gave a little, little higher That's score. Why I, no. I, I, I like cosmic horror. I don't. I don't. I don't like H.P. Lovecraft. I, I, I know why. Yeah. You know what's funny is because you guys told me it's H.P. Lovecraft. Adam, you said that a couple weeks ago, and I'm watching today, and I wasn't thinking that at all. I'm just watching it. And well, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that, and I'm going. It, I, 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 I like guess it. I shouldn't have said Lovecraft. I should Wait, say cosmic she, horror. But he's pretty much wrote the the book on that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he they talk about like like gods before life on Earth and before the that's cosmic shit and that's just but again i, I i'm a big objective though the, the concept of something is older than your entire yeah. existence i like that shit yeah and i don't think that is so incomprehensible the, the existential dread stuff yeah. yes that you can't good. deal with existential dread i just uh, go oh i don't care then i'll just die that's how i feel as an audience viewer going out what am I going to do here? Oh, you're great. Well, you're older than us. So, as a, it's not as a, so much. It's not so much about can you can you solve the problem. Is well, I think that's this the is a problem. That the point of it is that you you're fucked in, in your infinite no, wisdom is you're nothing. A slice but you're nothing. To what you think yeah. it is. you it's, have it's to understand when I watch movies and I realize oh it doesn't fucking matter what this character does like the ring it, I I'm out of it. Yeah. I go oh I don't care then because they cannot possibly win so who gives a shit. In the Titanic. Well, she did because she made a copy. You made a copy? In the ring. Remember? That's how they, they beat it. They made a copy and gave no, it to No, she's fine they for have to a little bit. Someone else. Yeah. But, I didn't like the ring either. I thought that was. St- but you know what? That's the ring, ghost. the you, grudge. You pretty much 
the grudge, the grudge. Yeah. Ghost. a yeah. thing where you no matter what our main character no, I just go uh, okay yeah. I'm out of here no the, the grudge is the most extreme worst awful horror movie because no matter what you do you're fucked you you entered a house fucked. the mighty not, crime of entering a house yeah Fuck but you. not even just that not only are you fucked from going to the house your aunt that you called in the United States is fucked from the house because she calls her aunt or calls somebody and she's on a park bench in America and she turns around and it's like, ah, it's on the bench and it kills it's her. It's fucking stupid. Fuck stupid. those movies. But the point is, yeah. boiling it down to its basic concept, when I, when I realize our main character, no matter what they do, they are fucked, I just go, why do I care then? Well, that's the thing. Why do I care? That, that's just that 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 spoils it down. That's what it is. It's not it, it's for bleak. everybody, but I mean, yeah. it, it's it, Alien bleak. is the same concept. I mean, you have no. a monster that she yes, survives. It is. It is. It doesn't matter. The point is, she has to escape. She cannot kill it. And the she's in her she, panties at the end. <laughs> the only thing she can do is release it to where it won't come back and kill it. They she never really kill the alien. Right. They just throw it out into the fucking space. But you realize yeah. that is an, an option to. Getting it out of your life and saving yourself in the grudge and in this, there's just fucking nothing. Okay, nothing well, this, you can this do. one here, uh, and I know you're, I know you're not arguing with my score, but this one well, does just... actually have an ending. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, like most Carpenter endings, especially when he's dealing with his cosmic horror stuff, which I know you love. All right, uh, it's an ambiguous ending. How do you guys think that the ending actually took place? Did they save the world, or were they just prolonging the inevitable and changing the timeline? Well, going off what I read on IMDb, uh, and basically this evil's supposed to come back, and that, that was their plan. They, they got rid of it millions of years ago so that they can postpone it until we had the technology to defeat it. And that was the point of this movie, is they had the technology to defeat it, and it's gone. That's, again, boiling it down to what I read. And they don't use the technology to defeat it, though. Somebody sacrifices themselves. Yes, but to, I, I read that as, you know... I read that as they got rid of it. That's just how I saw it. I, I and don't this know. Is, this is actually, we're talking about Ridley Scott hating God. This is the first movie that sets up Prometheus by saying Jesus was an alien. And yet this one is so much better than Prometheus. Exactly. <laughs> so much more subtle. Yeah. You, you, you're not, are you a Prometheus guy? I don't mind Prometheus. Oh, uh, Prometheus is terrible. Boo. Prometheus no, I, I don't like the alien movies that much. So no, I, I like Alien One and Alien Two. That's it. That's it. After I really one, want to enjoy Aliens because again, you got Bill Paxton, and I watch yeah. it. And I'm going. I miss Alien, where it's a horror movie. So you don't like the action movie? You like the horror? Movie. I don't. See, I like. Both. I always say I don't. I'm not an action movie guy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And I love the first movie because it's it's a fucking horror. Movie. It's like a slasher movie with an alien. Yeah, Aliens is the blueprint by which all video games were were conceived. Yes. Yeah, Halo would not exist without Aliens. Space okay, Marines. So. See, what, Marines. Dan, see and, what Dan. See what Dan O'Bannon did. But but you get you get fucking Aliens and you go over to a battle. Sorry, what's why can't I think? Paul Verhoeven. Oh, Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers. Without oh. aliens, no Starship Troopers. And I love fucking Starship Troopers. Very loosely yeah. based on a Robert Heinlein book. But I well, I would say, no, you know, I take, take that back. No Robocop, no Starship Troopers. Uh, I think no, I'm, I'm, going off, I'm going off Space Marines threadline, not Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, but Space Marines, that, that was something that's been around for before Aliens. So I don't think no, Aliens really. is no. directly responsible. You will find something. There's something that's going to show you. You got to find it and show me. Yeah. 
Hey, hold on. No, no Starship Troopers. No Showgirls. Exactly. Okay, everybody yeah. good. Okay, we're good. Yes, we're, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Saved by the Bell is a classic show, and we're stuck with that. No, I want to see her titties. Come on. By the way, I have Showgirls and Starship Troopers on Blu-ray because I'm weird like that. So. No, Adam and I have talked at length, and when we're doing B movie battle, and I go, I think Showgirls is too good of a movie to put on BMB. It's, 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 it's better than people realize. It is. I mean, it's stupid. It really is stupid. But, but that's the thing, is, is you got to get Verhoeven. It's like, once you get in on how stupid it is, you realize there's layers of behind the fuck, you know, just layers upon layers of shit below the Well, remember Turkish Delight? The <laughs> <No>. cigarette? <laughs> or, uh, yeah, no, Turkish Delight, Remco's movies that he showed us. Uh, no. Were, were you there for that? You didn't see or Paul Verhoeven's early movies with Remco and this? No, I did watch oh. uh, Nurse, My Nurse or something like that, that musical we watched. I, I remember that. Yeah, we saw that in the theater. What that the was, fuck? what the fuck is that? That was that was mind, mind-boggling. I bet you there was a lot of boobs in those movies. Nope. Nope. This was nope. like a kid, This was like a family-friendly musical in oh. Dutch. With a redhead, like a 57-year-old redhead acting like she's a teenager. And I was like, what Mama the fuck? Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? And he's like, oh, this means this. And we're like, oh, this we didn't get that funny. at all. This is It's very good. It's very good. <laughs> no, it's not. Remco's... He gets the references. The, the, another uh, guy we went to film school with, Remco Vandekamp. He he's like the sweetest guy ever, and he he took us to this movie when his when his two other uh, Holland friends were in town. We all went to the theater and watched N- Nurse My Nurse. I forget what it was called, a musical. And he's like, they're all like, oh, that was so good. And we're just like, what the fuck was that? And I felt like an alien. We we're like, that was not good. That was barely watchable, and it was three hours long. Like, what the long. fuck was that? And I was in Westwood too. I had to go to Westwood to watch that. <laughs> yeah, that was at the theater that's in. Uh, they show that drive. No, they show that theater once upon a time in Hollywood, where Sharon oh. Tate goes in. Uh, New Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he owns it now. Yeah. But yeah. I seven out of ten. I think the movie gets a little la- lazy in the last act. Uh, things kind of start getting a little little. I get a little lost. Like I was telling Phoenix earlier, I had to rewatch this because I couldn't remember how it ended, and I'm like. What's the shit with the mirrors, you know? And I had to like look. That I, up and, like, I love the mirror. I thought kind that kind of was awesome doesn't make a lot of sense. You know? I don't I, care. I, 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 it's, okay. it's a neat effect, but it doesn't make a lot of sense compared to what they're trying to say. Because the thing is, is they're trying to they're trying to meld religion, science, and cosmic horror all at the same time. Yes, and the mirrors just kind of are thrown in there. I feel like they're thrown in as an afterthought. And they yeah probably they don't really we haven't really described specifics. We're kind of just doing generals, broad strokes, Bro- yeah. Bob Ross kind of thing, painting a happy tree. We're kind of going over, but it's basically a slasher. It's it's the woman gets possessed, she kills people one by one, they come back as zombies possessed by the devil, and there's this this v- giant vial of green goo. What was that picture I sent you guys earlier? The description. Let me pull it up. Oh, liquid Satan. It says, which um, is actually not far from the truth. They, just, they were just trying to figure out how to explain the whole movie in one sentence. It says, it was brilliant. 1987. Priest Donna Pleasant shows Professor Victor Wong canister of liquid Satan. It doesn't even say a canister. They're nope. so lazy, but Just canister of liquid Satan. Yeah. But so it's Satan in a bottle, and his dad is uh, 
Lord, I forget what his fucking name is. The act, God, Satan's dad. There's a whole separate story yeah, there. Yeah, the whole concept. If you guys are trying, never seen the show, you know what the fuck we're talking about. Is that there's something older and much more dangerous than Satan. Yeah. And Satan is not actually a fallen angel. Satan is a son of a bigger, darker beast that wants to come into this world. Son of a son of a sailor, son of a yeah. son of a bitch. Some shit yeah. like that. So it's, 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 that. It's, a, it's an interesting concept. You yeah. Know, yeah. I, I'll give it that. I, That's I like, what I love about them. I but, like what I like they did stuff. here. It, it was, I think it was well written. It was a tight script. It's just, it was shot in 30 days and you can see. Yeah. Because it, it basically, the performances especially. The canister jizzes in the lady's face, Susan, and then she becomes a monster and then she kills people one by one and then it turns into everybody. And then we get all these zombies coming back. There's seven zombies, and they all come back. The the black dude slits his fucking throat ear to ear. He's like, now, do you think? Uh, I was gonna say that, that character. Do you think he feels he's the only one that really is freaked out by it, like more than anyone? Calder. So do you think he's fighting the 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 uh, possession? Well, you can't. And that's why he. You goes don't know crazy. anything about the guy. They don't but flesh if, him out. That's at all. the thing. If that was true, and he fought it off to the very fucking end, he should not come back possessed. So no, I don't think that was it. I think. Well, no, he, he could. It, it wouldn't matter because again, it's like you say, he's fucked. It's a movie about being fucked. I mean, he had a bandage on, so he's I not he, coming he didn't back. Finish the job. That's he's why I hate. Back. That's why I that's hate why, movies yeah. where you're fucked because it yeah. takes away that element of character choice. Because at this point, it seemed like to me when I was watching it. He got the fuck out. He's like, fuck this. Bye. And he still comes back. That's the ultimate form of madness. It's like you have no control over what's happening. That's why it's scary. Because that shit happens. When you lose your mind, that's not your fault. Cosmic horror is is about the ultimate dread, and it's yeah. like you're either on board with that or you're not. No. And a lot of people aren't, so you're not alone. No. Man. Well, it's called it's... existential dread. People can't take it. People it, fuck it. Fucks people. There's up. a reason why they've oh, never made. Well, you know, it, it makes them wacky. Yeah, they've never made a Call of Cthulhu movie because they just there's no way to film something like that. No. You, well, they said that about Watchmen, but. To... He found a way. <laughs> you got to just copy and paste the entire fucking thing. That's what you get rid of the squid did, monster yeah. and, and call it good. No squid monster, and it's just a nuclear explosion. But yeah. I will say, Adam, I always talk to you about I'm a I'm a huge fan of characters. I want to watch a character study movie. And this is and, not a good movie. No, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. This is why I did, that's why I gave it a six. It was a fine. Well, I, I would like say the, script, the but, only character study is is Donald Pleasance and no, 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 no. I disagree with you because I completely the, disagree. Think, all right. Victor Wong is Egg Shen in this movie. All right, Donald Pleasance is Doctor Loomis in this movie. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Donald Pleasance. Dennis Dunn is Wang from from uh, Little, Big, Big Trouble. Trouble in Little China in this movie. Yeah. They're all doing the same. They're playing the same role that they played in other Carpenter movies, which makes this kind of a confusing mess. I think the movie would have been better if he had just taken literally nobodies. And let them develop a fucking character. But you, he picked people, you know, directors do that. They pick people that they're friends with. He had 30 days to shoot this. He probably is good friends with all those guys, brought him in. Probably couldn't get Tom Atkins settled for fucking Simon and Simon guy. You know, I agree. Terrible choice. Donald but, Pleasance, as much as they, they want you to expect that he, he was reluctant and he's mad at Victor Wong once he realizes what's going on, and he turns around and he becomes, he throws the axe to the mirror. But really, that's that's three things, and I don't I don't know a goddamn thing. I don't know a dick about his character, so no. I'm a guy in who fact, wants his character is called priest in yeah, this movie. I want strong characters who make decisions. That's what I get out of a movie. That's what I that's what I tune in for. And in this, I get none of that. 
I think the dread so, would have come off a little bit better too if you would have had at least two or three characters that you liked. I didn't find any of these people remarkably likable at all. Uh, maybe yeah. Egg Shen was the only one I liked because I think that guy is cool. Everything I've seen him in, I enjoy him in. But again, I don't feel his character. I just feel him being Egg Shen in this movie. Yeah. What else is he in? I've seen him pop up in other movies. I can't list them off to the top of my head right now, but he's been in a lot of stuff if you go through his, his IMDb portfolio. But... Egg Shen. He's in Tremors. He's in The Last Emperor. That's right. There you go. He's, Tremors. He's Tremors. The, he's yeah. the, he's the, he's, That's right. He's the grandpa in the Three Ninjas movies. But, okay, let's, okay. let's, use, oh, let's use Tremors. Even, Adam, even... can I pause you for one second? I'm sorry. The last movie he was in, Three Ninjas, High Moon... High noon at Mega Mountain '98 with Paul. Oh. No, sorry, with a with a Hulk Goldberg with Hulk. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you know. Oh, wow. Do you not know the third? How do you not know this? Come on, it's only the best Three Ninjas movie. <laughs> High noon at Mega Mountain. Yeah. Oh my God! Look at that. He's got his no mustache. Ooh, he <laughs> looks like a fucking. He looks like Ted Danson. I remember this on VHS, and I'm he going. Looks like a porno no. star, Jim Varney. <laughs> anyway, Adam, what why are you haven't saying? I seen that? What I was going to say is, okay, let's use let's use Tremors for an example. There's a movie that's full of fantastically well developed characters. That's also a movie about aliens that we know nothing about. But when stuff happens to those characters, you feel something because you know something about them. You have a point with this one. Being when something happens to one of the characters, like, well, there goes. I mean, they are even joking about it within the movie itself. S- Susan, who? Who's Susan? Oh, the yeah. girl with the glasses. Fuck, man. You know, <laughs> you got- I wrote down nobody knows who the fuck Susan is. That's one of my notes. <laughs> and her name wasn't even Susan. They had Susan. like they entered, they went out there, like, these are 13 people that we chose for this, this particular job. And we barely know two or three of them. I don't remember even remember their names uh, in this one. Yeah, they didn't even bother to give Donald Pleasant. Well, they don't have any. They don't. He's have just any called names. priest. But you know? that's so. kind of my point. Where none of the characters are characters. They're just there no. to. They're they're can't they're they're alien or I guess in this point demonic fodder. They're just there to be a, right. another score on Satan's. They're scoreboard. there to tell yeah. you that you're fucked no matter what you yeah. do. <laughs> Yes, and that's why it doesn't bother me. I, I I don't need character development in every movie that I watch. I do. Some, it depends on the it depends on the movie. And okay, this, it depends on the movie. This it does. Another, need it. another cosmic horror movie in the same trilogy. Let's go back to the thing. You end with Kurt Russell. Yeah. And um, um, help me with the name here. Uh, Keith David. Victor Keith Wong. David. Oh. All right. Not Victor Wong. <laughs> Keith David and Kurt Russell. I'm good. The last two in the movie. Spoiler alert. Okay. Very well developed characters. You yeah. care about what happens. Even if it's an ambiguous ending, those characters were properly set up. Yeah. Kind of, but you don't know who they are. It's just, I think, because of their personality. Well, that's the just actor, it. The, none, of the, none of these characters nobody has personality given a personality. No. Well, no, they don't. In fact, I Kurt found Russell, a lot of them to be extremely unlikable. You but, don't know Kurt Russell's background and story at all in the I, thing. He's kind when of ambiguous. I say, when, when, I say, when I say characters, I don't mean I want to know what the fu- where they came from. I just mean I want them to have an informed decision on what they yeah. do you in the plot. Yeah. I yeah. want a personality that goes, I want to do this in this plot. This is what we need to do, a plan. Sure. This movie has zero of that. 
Do you guys which, remember the Red Letter Media video where which, they said they, they, they asked the... It's all friends of theirs yeah, we know now. But Jack. they're interviewing people like, do you remember... Okay, so who are... Name some of the characters from the Phantom Menace. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Describe what he does without using his job or you know, that yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> that, that's the perfect example. Those, those yeah. are badly developed. You don't remember them because they no. weren't developed. You can't explain... Who these fucking people are, you know? I, and so. again, I'm not saying this is why the movie sucks. I'm saying no, that if it had that, I would enjoy the movie way more. Right, That's what right, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I, I like the movie. It's the, it's the type right. of movie that doesn't need it because it's like a slasher movie anyway because slasher movies just have fodder anyway. Well, you it's could say like... It's a blend of science fiction, horror. Uh, yeah. It's got some really creepy fucking moments, some decent kills. It's a horror movie's wet dream. But, fans but you could say that about any movie, Dick. You could go, the, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants doesn't really need a surprise end, but I'd be like, I'd be happier if it did. No, but, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants has developed characters, though. They're all different, and they're all yes. interacting with each other in the story. But it is a twist all, ending. And it's a wonderful movie, goddammit! But you know what I mean? Like, the movie doesn't necessarily need that. I'm just saying, for me to enjoy it more than I did, that's, that's, fine, yeah. that's what I'm but looking that's just, for. Yeah, that's your, that's your yes. personal and again, taste. Again, my yeah. personal taste doesn't match every yeah. movie. That's, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, for this movie, what doesn't work is, yeah, there's no personality. No, that's None. what I mean. Is That's why I said, the first thing I said was, this isn't the main character. This is not my, my lead. Yes. I do not want this man to be my lead. Also, I was going to mention, no. too, I didn't get a chance to say it, but the, the middle half of this movie drags a bit. Like it, it does. It, it kind of takes a while. To I was get bored. To, yeah, it was kind of a little. little it's only ninety minutes. No, it's, it's, cool. it's but it drags. It's, it's an hour it forty-one or hour forty-five. Okay. It is it's long. An hour and forty-one minutes. But and you get people. It's Susan walking from room to room. They do a little bit of the cat Boom. mouse shit, and this movie didn't. Boom. So you get it's like Jason X. It reminded me parts of Jason X, where you're just waiting for Jason to go into the next room, and I'm like, this is like the thing only for really dumb people. Because the thing is, inherently, you don't know who's going to be the alien. But in this, you're like, she's the alien. She's the she's the the demonic guy. She's possessed. All right, waiting for Susan to go in the next room to kill the next person. And I'm waiting. And I'm bored. I'm waiting for that pseudo-lesbian scene between her and yeah. the Asian girl. <laughs> but John Carpenter did a really good thing, which is he kept the credits running by, by having Victor Wong talk, and he'll go to his yeah. credits... And no. other scenes with our please don't be a main character, main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was that for ten minutes and forty five seconds. You I, counted it, huh? Wow, I, yeah. It, it feels like it's longer than it. I too. say. I saw his name pop up, and I go, "What's the what's the what's the time?" Oh wow! And I saved it. So yeah, ten minutes forty five seconds. So he he knew what was going on. He knew there was going to be a drag, and he had to extend this and keep the. No. Kind of like a, a montage going in the beginning, and that worked. And then, it, like you said, Adam, it gets kind of bogged down the middle, where it's just yeah. you're waiting for Susan to kill someone else. You're waiting for something to happen, and by the time things start happening, they start happening a little too fast. So it's got a little bit of a pacing issue. It's, well, because it's uh, Victor Wong's in the uh, closet for eight hours. Yes, and if I could, <laughs> the pacing he could have broken that wall open way yeah. sooner. Well, he's he's tiny and gay. 
So, <laughs> Jim did the pacing his faggot lip wrists to break I, that I, wall I down? The dare o- you guys to watch that that scene later and tell me if, if that's what I I heard him say or if that's my brain. That's what I heard. That's what he no, said. that's can what you, I that's what I heard. Can you cue it? Can you cue it up? We'll get in trouble if we play that. You guys no, I'll play, play it. Gun. Explore that on your own. Cue it up. Let's see, because it's just—it's not even twenty seconds. You can get away with it. It's—it's it's when he starts freaking the fuck out. In the you're gonna have to give me a minute because it's gonna take me a minute. But yeah, that's um, fine. No, but I'll, I'll say that. But what I love though, uh, because I saw it, the first time I saw it, I would think I would be more with you, Phoenix, because the first time I was like, "Did I like this movie? I don't know if I liked it." And the second time I saw it, and this is the second time I've watched it, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. You, because you need to give it a second. I think, I, I, I think what I what I didn't like about the first time, I was like, "This is boring." And then the second time I saw, it, I was like, "Okay, I like that. I didn't. Oh, I didn't catch that before." But the, I like this part. That's kind of where I'm at. But part of the problem with that is that only ever plays with movies where the ending is lackluster, where you're. Where you're like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to be caught off by my suspension, like my suspense. I'm going to settle in and watch this, knowing where it ends. So I, I really can see myself liking this better on on subsequent viewings, but because I like, I like the ending. I think the ending's fine. Yeah, the, the ending's, ending's good, good. But I'm um, not like, holy shit, you know. Well, I, but what, what I what I forgot about was the because the scene where she's got the compact mirror, and it's the it's the monster girl, the monster mash. And she, she figures out, oh, she, she puts her finger in there. She goes, Father! Uh, and she's putting a finger that in That was there. a creepy scene, but something that kind of made me laugh, though, was the fact what? that she, before she becomes that monster, she yeah. has that big fucking, look like a cigarette smoker's welt, like she had yeah. fucking pads on there. <laughs> and it's got the fucking symbol from the Blue Oyster Cult on the, her fucking arm. And she's just like, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. There's a fucking symbol on your arm. That's yeah, that's what I, I laughed about And you that, just yeah. want to fucking go to bed. Yeah. It was the most off-putting fucking awkward scene. I'm like, that doesn't work. Like, that's even, what, even, if yeah, I it, was directing, like, I'll never fucking criticize Carpenter because he's my favorite. But I'm like, you want to maybe reshoot that scene because it ain't well, working for The me. way that she looks at she like, there's obviously a mark on the bruise. Yeah, like she's been it's like branded. an indented fucking. She's fucking branded. She's got braille on her fucking yeah. arm, and she, and she goes, "Oh, that looks like a, a bad rash. She should put some Vaseline on and go to take a nap." I have yeah, a, I have get, a question. She just do, goes to bed. But Adam, then ten minutes later, Adam, well, hold on. Do you yeah. know when that scene happens with him saying that? Because there's a lot of scenes with him talking on camera, so I can't find it without. Oh well, it's just it's, it's right before he starts like Breaking frantically beating the, the fucking wall. closet open. Yeah, yeah. He, he starts freaking. She he looks at like okay, what happens is he shines the light and then she turns around and looks at him. Yeah, and he starts freaking the fuck out. So it's like right around at that at that moment. Uh, it's it's probably again tw- this twenty whole, minutes before the end of the movie. This yeah. whole scene takes forty five minutes when he's in the closet, oh. so it's hard. Yeah, for me yeah, to... it's a long sequence. Yeah, it's, so, I guess it's not that important. I, I'm not going to play it because I can't find it because it's it's. I I definitely heard it the exact same way you did, Adam. Though I'm okay. pre- I'm ninety five percent sure he I'm says like, that. Pretty sure he said that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been looking and it's just the same thing visually. It, he's just talking through a closet door. I don't know what the fuck where we are, but he's he's literally in the closet. A couple things that I wouldn't bring up though. Um, one is Peter Jason looks just like Anthony Michael Hall does now in this movie. He looks True. the exact same fucking same. Um, <clears throat> two, we did mention the dreams, which are visions from the future yes. from 1999 that we get. Which is funny because all the shots of the moon and the sun are from 2001. They have like the crescent moon over the sun and they're all like, yeah. <gasps> they all stare at it. 
Um, at one point, Victor Wong, when one of the zombies breaks in, he sprays a can of soda at it. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is, what is he doing? That was funny. That, that was funny. I don't even remember. Okay, so this was 87. Soda was not that strong in 87. It might have been that strong in like 57, but definitely not 87. Okay? No. 87 sodas, but he's almost like, the same shit you're drinking now. No, he got he got a a, a joke cola. Can. He's like no Shasta. <laughs> they were drinking Shasta. He shook the shit out of him. a no, can of they, diet Shasta orange. They, they were it drinking Shasta. Can. That fucking and, and, okay. Another another sign. That, that, that there was a guy that kept walking through the room and he kept doing that shit, making a trumpet noise with his fucking mouth. That fucking guy oh, yeah. sucks. Gets right up to fucking uh, Dennis Dunn. He's and the guy. Guy, I was just I like I just wanted him to turn around and bitch slap him like. Motherfucker, I'm Wang. Get the fuck away from me. You know? Yeah. Um, so it eventually becomes uh, the main girl trying to pull Satan out of a mirror, which I read that they did with Mercury. Yeah. And they pulled it a little out of their hydraulics <laughs> for the thing. Well, but, because um, they, uh, they can't, you can't have human skin touch Mercury. Yeah. So they had a, a yeah. fake arm going in there. and It's her left arm because religious shit. But... She goes, she pulls the, the other girl's, Susan is pulling Satan's arm out of the way. Our main character goes, blah, and throws herself through the mirror. And then Donald Pleasant's like, hiya, and he throws a fucking axe through the mirror. And, <laughs> he the, our, it. and then Simon Simon's like, no. But how great is that image, though? It's cool. When she, when she goes through the mirror and she's reaching back for the mirror and she's screaming, like, what a fucking horrifying image yes. that is. A cool That's, image, but would have had more impact. Again, if, if I cared about the bitch. If yeah, there you go. Yeah, if no, you no, didn't no, know anything about those characters, I don't even yeah. fucking remember her name at this. Point. I don't think she has a name. I her, own the movie and I don't remember her name. Catherine. I think her name is Fuck Bitch. Catherine. That's her name. It's Lisa Fuck Blount. Bitch. Catherine. Catherine. Why are you? Why are you such a a cold fish? You fuck bitch. It is That's funny. I remember Susan's That's name because every character is like, Su- "Who's Susan? Who's Susan?" <laughs> so I remember that. But uh, she guy. goes, the mirror gets, you know, she break, the mirror breaks, she's stuck there. We don't ever find out what happens. They were a cuts to year, you know, later, our main character, who's please don't be our main character, wakes up and he's like having a nightmare that she's next to him. He's like, oh, and he just stares. Well, no, he has the second dream. The dream is her at the door coming into the wreck havoc on and, the world. And it just ends. It's her. Yeah. It, before it was, it was a man. It's, it's the monster demon. And then the, the next time you see the last shot of the movie is him with the dream, and it's her at the doorway coming through. Well, can I ask a, a, a major question? Yes. The F- Freddy Krueger pregnant lady. Yes. The baby comes out. Well, she becomes the baby. Yeah, the, the stuff that's in her stomach this, this is, is actually the liquid. Yeah. This is where she, you lose me. The Why? Because they couldn't afford to have a demon baby come out of her vagina. But so I was thinking, is this saved or is the demon baby going to come back? Because he we, actually says it at one point. Because I remember I had told you just, I had to rewind it and I rewind no, it a little bit too it, far. It, no, he she's the host for the liquid. Yeah, and that's what they say. Because they said they, they says the liquid's gone now and her skin is transforming. She as a is result of because it. the liquid, liquid is the this liquid becomes for uh, becomes fully formed. Taking, absorbing a host, and that's what that is. Yeah, in this particular movie, the liquid mommy, goes into the body. mommy, yeah. mommy. Yeah. That's why when she gets up, she goes, "Father." Yeah, 
But she's yeah. And then we have Simon and Simon after his nightmare. He walks up to a mirror and he's like, and we get the Inception ending where we're just about to touch and it, it cuts. Well, no, I guess there's. I think there's. A, maybe this is a Mandela effect. I thought there was an alternate ending to this where he goes to the mirror and it breaks and it's her and she grabs him. No, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, I know that's Nightmare on Elm Street, but I think <laughs> this is in this too. I don't know. It Turn, turns like into a blow up down. Goes You're blending the... the two. Yeah, you've seen Go, too many 80s check horror to see, movies. Check to see if there's an alternate ending on Prince of Darkness Blu-ray. And if there's if that's in there, because I think there's like a version where that happened. There's like two different endings. Because I like you, I'll look, but I'm pretty sure that there's no. I know, it could be a dream. it could be a dream. I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this: How do you think this would fare? Since this is not necessarily a character-driven story, if you trimmed out all the fat and you made this a Twilight Zone episode, uh, I looked it up. There, I don't see any alternate ending. Freddy Krueger does pull the girl through the door. And I she know tur- she, she does. She turns into and a he, blow up doll. And, and, he, and, he, and he kills Connie Britton through the mirror, too, in the new one. He, he puts his fingers through her eye sockets and pulls her into the American mirror. Sexy. That movie fucking sucked. Yep, that's what I heard. I don't even bother watching that one. So I, I met Jackie Earl Haley, and he was very sweet. Because my brother and I were at the Hyatt at uh, San Diego Comic-Con when they were promoting that piece of shit. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, it all ended with Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and that was a beautiful yep. movie. I agree. A good way to put a button. I agree. And then we get Ronnie Hughes, Jason X, or, or sorry, Freddy vs. Jason, Freddy vs. Jason, and I'm like, thank you. That's Jackie Earl Haley is this tall. <laughs> He's, He's pint size. Small, small man. He's nice guy, though. He was funny. He was very nice. I, ha- I have He's... Jackie here. Jackie, <laughs> yeah, he what did you feel about the movie? I don't understand Prince of Darkness. I don't Why was I a child monster? Watchmen's watchable. Um, I'm just trying to cool off. All right. Um, so overall, you, you six for me, seven for Adam, Dick. I'm gonna go eight. It might be my second favorite John Carpenter movie. Oh man, that yeah. is rough to hear. I, yeah. First being what? The thing. Can we do this no. when we finally finish? When we <laughs> yeah. finally finish? Okay, when we finally finish watching all the Carpenter movies, can we do our top tens? Top well, ten didn't change very much because I've never done a top ten of Carpenter. I could do it, but I've never really thought about it. Top ten or top five? I say top five because only yeah. he has done enough yeah. to do top ten. We could do top five. Top yeah. five makes more sense. Um, yeah. I have no problem doing that. I, I can think of five easily. Uh, I do want to say before we get through all the movies he directed, I do have the movies he wrote. Not directed on the list, so let's please get through those before, so we don't have to end on like seven movies he wrote and never made and never, (laughs) you know, directed. I don't want to sit there and do uh, uh, Silent Predators, a movie about snakes. I have it right here. No, thank you. I don't want to read that. I don't want to watch that. But I do want to actually get this. I'm going to buy this on Blu-ray to get the 4K copy because I want to hear. I love Carpenter's commentaries on every fucking movie. He's very entertaining to listen to. Uh, he doesn't hog the mic when he has somebody there with him. Like he, he, he almost takes over as like an interviewer. But well, you know who's on the commentary with him? Uh, Simon. Jason. Simon. Jason. No, it's it's not him. It's a uh, no. It's a uh, it's J- Peter Jason. Peter Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Peter Jason? Uh, Doctor Paul Leahy. 
He's a, he's the guy See, that's in the most carbon removes. There's our point right there. I don't know any other names. Our point. You don't remember. He was. He, I don't care about the character. That, he was that, that was older guy that was saying looks like Anthony Michael Hall does now. He's that older guy. He's in the most Carpenter movies of of all these people. He's the guy that's in fucking everything after this. He's in They Live and and the. Uh, um, the guy doing the trumpet sound. No, the older guy. This oh, guy, I'll show you his fucking picture. Jesus, how do the you guy know? Doing the trumpet noise. Oh, the guy, the, the, the big guy. guy. Yeah, that's him. That's the guy that was doing the trumpet noise. Was it? Yes, you idiot. I'm <laughs> sorry. I was confused. There's only, there's only fucking nine people in this movie. They're all the same. I didn't realize he was white. doing the trumpet well, noise. To be fair, there's thirteen people yeah, in this. That's the guy. Movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most most of them are cannon fodder, like we've yes. established. Yeah. Yes, yes. Overall, it's, it, it's it, it's a it's a fun watch. It, it's definitely fun to study it and talk about it. Uh, I wish I was is into what's his name is you guys. No, Lovecraft. I don't really care. I'm Lovecraft. not into Lovecraft. I don't think he's that good. Lovecraft just, is an asshole, but I, I just like I like the concept. It's a neat it, idea, yeah. It, the concept of something is older than you conceived. You know, like something comes around and everything that you grew up to believe is no longer reality anymore. I like that concept. Something is, there are older things and darker things in the universe that you can't understand. It's, it's a terrifying thought because you can't prove that it's not true. It's like, I like... I, I wish I had that worldview that you do. So I can enjoy shit like Universal this. Universal view. Yeah. I watch this and I go, when you tell me that, Adam, I just go, I don't care. I just don't well, care. If you think about it. What you a know, great way to go, though. Humanity yeah, just, is very arrogant. You won't they lose think, your mind. They think the universe revolves around them, and then you realize that you're just a, an in, you know insignificant fly speck, and there's things that are older and far more important than you are. It's hard for you to grasp the concept. It's not a popular... It's kind of like the same way that... A lot of people don't like cyberpunk. They don't like that bleak view of the future. Like we're just going to ascend into robots. And, I even you know, reject your reasoning for why that would terrify me. I go, it would, you know, maybe if I was in this world, I go, this would terrify me. Not because of the, uh, the arrogance of humanity. I just go, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. I, I just don't care. So that's, do you I like, have a problem do you like with the even movie Hellraiser. No, I fucking hate Hellraiser. I'm sense. here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. I, I watch Hellraiser and I'm bubble like, gum. fucking do something. Do something. Yeah. You're, you're, well, you're shedding skin in a closet. So do something. what you're basically telling me is you don't like horror that you can't explain or reason with. No. Because so it you don't like it, any horror movie. No, it follows. That's what I'm saying. Cosmic horror is a very universal principle. No, it follows is a movie that you can't explain. The no. problem is you don't. But that's not cosmic horror. I'm not saying it's cosmic horror. I'm saying yeah, I can't explain definitely. it. No. Yeah, but it 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 has. It's not it, what you asked me. It's something that that still has rules, though. Whereas this. Do you think that it follows girl looks like Brittany Murphy? She does. Yes. No, I don't know what that. That's is. that's fucking cosmic right there. But I watch that and I go, "What the fuck is this about?" And and the characters don't ever find out, so it's fine. But the problem no. is when they find out and they go, "Oh, it doesn't matter," and I go, "Yeah, then I don't care." You're fucked. you're fucked either way. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, unless you keep fucking, yeah, I guess that's the it follows. She creed. fucks the dork, and they'll walk away going, We're gonna die. And I go, All I right. will say this, they're it's accepting not, it. It's not something I got into until I got older because it's one of those things where the more I think about it, the more it, it frightens me. 
You know what I mean? Like like the fact that there there might be like everything that you think of all the things. Okay, perfect example. You you bury something in the sand. Somebody digs it up a million years from now. Something that's insignificant to us now. Somebody might view it a million years from now and think that that was some really important religious artifact when to us it was just a toy. You know what I mean? Think of the universe like that. All the stuff that you came to know and, and realize are nothing, you know? I mean, it, I it's... I agree with everything you just said, but I'm not going to be terrified more than I would normally about something that was before we were human. I mean, there's just... nothing more There's nothing more terrifying than, than something you can't explain or something you don't know what it is. You can't explain Rob Zombie's movie career. No shit. Well, I guess my point is, if I can explain it or not explain it, why do I care if it's trying to kill me? I don't give a shit if I can explain it. Who to who? The audience? Do you have any sense of self-preservation? I mean, <laughs> yes. That's exactly why I don't care if I can explain it or not. Oh. I want to live through whatever the fuck is trying to kill me. Why well, do I care if I can explain it? You can't defeat the enemy if you don't understand its its principles or, or its motivation. Or, Which or is why I find it works. lackluster as a story if I can't explain its origin. Fair enough. Yeah, that's. I, I'm not again. I'm not debating your guys's ratings. I'm just saying that's how I view it. That oh, it, yeah, I, it, I don't it, care if you it like it or not. Completely explains why <laughs> yeah. you don't like Hellraiser. I, yeah, yeah I don't exactly. Give two shits. I got I got my own opinions on things. I don't fucking care for okay, exactly that, that line yeah. in Hellraiser: "Angels to some, demons, demons to, to others." others. Yeah, 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 yeah. The last thing I want to do is try to talk you out of your score. I'm no. just saying yeah, this no, no, no. I, for the audience. I'm just saying this is yeah. why I personally don't give a shit about this kind of horror. I, I didn't. No, I, 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 I like the movie yeah, just fine. fine. The movie's yeah. fine. It's well made. John Carpenter is great in this. In it's this. got a lot of his classic elements. Yeah, the it's synth very score, John the Carpenter. Lighting and, and the the shadows and his use of the actors and the the chart the carpenter scare the stare i mean you know the 15 characters who all look the fucking same i would say okay so when you talk about john carpenter movies i say this is like the casino goodfellas effect where i like this one and and um mouth of madness um mouth of madness mouth of madness i kind of go back and forth between like that's my second that's my third Wow, Mouth of Madness is probably more fun because both yeah. of you guys are authors and you can understand but, the mind of an author better. See, that's why Mouth of Madness works better for me because I know Sam Neill's character. I understand where he's coming from. And even yeah. if he's hopeless, like that movie, he's fucked. But I yeah. get who he is as a person. This movie right. is like peppering in who they are and it doesn't yeah, care yeah, yeah. if you relate and that's why it doesn't work for think, me think of this as like the stepping stone to get to mouth yeah. madness because it's yeah, like that's he, what it he is, did yeah. he did the thing it flopped he yeah. did uh big trouble in little china that flopped he was pissed off he wanted to return oh, to horror he did dark he did man this. between those he did dark man which is <laughs> he didn't do dark man he did star no star sorry star, star man, man. Yeah. sorry no, way dark different man. films dark man sam raimi star man's a piece of shit dark man's <laughs> a good movie dark, yeah, man's dark man's good but uh so he, he this is this is he by the time he got to mouth of madness he refined what he wanted to make this no utilizing these i concepts. completely agree i think this was a learning experiment for in the mouth yeah, of madness that's what it is and like i said i even openly admitted it in the mouth of madness took me Four watches to really enjoy. Yeah. So I would say that's true. Yeah. And it's, and I, it's just a I matter. Of, it's a matter hated of taste. It the first time Th- I watched it. So things that you don't understand, either you, either they frighten you or you just don't care, and that that's kind of where it usually falls on that scale. But you know, again, no matter what, I'm not I hate to be repetitive, but the last thing I'm going to say, and then you guys can talk. 
I always want to know where the character is coming from in the story I'm watching. In Sam Neill, I know exactly where he's coming from. I know who he is. I know how he feels about things. And I watch it, and I follow that track along with him. And this, yeah. there's nobody. No. Well, no, and that's the thing. Yeah, there is no personality. There's no. Our there's lead nobody. is yeah. really bad. He's so really no, bad. it depends on the true. story to tell you yeah. how to feel, which is kind of backward. For <clears throat> me. I think for me, story outweighs that for me because I can watch a movie. If the story is good, I'll be like, okay, I can forgive the lackadaisical characters. I don't really care. But if the story and the concept mm. is neat and different, like oh, that's kind of neat, right? If I'll, this movie, I'll kind of forgive it. If this movie didn't have a concept that Dick and yeah. I enjoyed, it would be yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Even cool. like yeah. Uh, even comedy movies have to be the same for me. I'm very consistent. Yeah. Like Dick, we always talk about Big Lebowski, yeah. Office Space. The story yeah. is very minimal. No, especially Big Lebowski, the story is almost non-existent. It's really ve- yeah. like four it's scenes of story. But it's those characters that you follow along with your journey, and that's what informs the story, and that's where you're enjoying it from. So yeah, but com- also, Big Lebowski is a genius script because yes. everything is set up and payoff. Yes, like, so is Office Space. So is Office everything Space. Everything mirrors each other. Like, yeah. it, it, everything's called back within either a line of dialogue or an image. It's fucking hilarious. No, the perfect script is Hot Fuzz. Hot yeah. Fuzz has a perfect script. Everything's set up, and then you see the exact same things later. The same scenes, yeah. but they have yeah, completely yeah. different meaning. Yeah. So, and, but I know the characters, and that's why it works later. But that's yeah. just where I come from. I'm very rigid on that. I don't move away from that very often. So, uh, you could say I don't look outside the box with that, and that's fine. But, but would you say like in a, in a, every movie that you watch, uh, you want a character arc? Every movie. Dep- that's the thing. Well, here's the th- I love the movie Rubber on Netflix. It's fucking terrible. But it's the works. tire the tire movie? Yes, the tire <laughs> movie. Yeah. But you watch that and you go, This is fucking dumb. And that's where ninety nine percent of the audience is lost. They go, This is fucking stupid. And I watch that go, they are making fun of what you're watching on TV every day. Yeah. Yeah. They're making fun of you and you don't yep. realize it. it and there's no characters. Funny. It, it's like it's kind of like Kentucky Fried Movie, where it's like yeah. that's literally just a Saturday afternoon of a TV channel. You know? And that's see that works. So that kind of movie works. It depends on the the specific genre of the movie and what they're trying to say. So <sighs> I don't want to say I always need a character, but with this sort of thing, it does help. With horror and comedy, yes, I do want someone. Well, yeah, that sacrifice at the end, you would have maybe felt something a little bit more, and you'd have been even more mortified had that not. Yeah. actually been yeah, if it was salvation, a, it's a, you know. Yeah. <sighs> Airplane. There, there's there's Air. a there's a theory that people have that they actually didn't save the world and that uh, his girlfriend is actually the new embodiment of, yeah. Yeah. The, of the Prince of Darkness. That's so, what I that's what I took from. That's it. But that's that's Carpenter being ambiguous. Yeah. He does yeah. not do <clears throat> happy endings in his movie. He no. refuses <clears throat> to fucking do it. The cold so. the cold fuck bitch becomes the cold fuck bitch of the universe. Right. And I, and that's great. And I and yeah. I I it's love a nice that setup because throughout the entire debate. movie, you never see the whole figure in the, yeah. in the image that they're showing. And at the very yeah. end, they zoom it's right her. in on her. It's her. credits. And yeah. I love that that's ambiguous because that works yep. and it's fine. Yeah. And, I, and this type of movie, perfect. Great. Yep. Right. But oh, I forget what I was going to say. I was comparing it to a different movie. Um, oh, the Inception thing at the end. That's the Inception ending where he sticks his hand in the mirror and you don't see it touch. 
and it cuts there. Yeah, and you're right, like, right, yeah. we don't need to know what but happens. That's not the important. Yeah, exactly. And and that I love. There's like, stuff like in this movie thing. I really fucking love. It's not important to know which one of them yes. may or may not be the thing. It's not important. It's it's the fact that your mind's going to be thinking about it when you walk out of the theater. That's they're nice. wondering. You're wondering. You're part of the story. Characters that work. See. Yeah. And yeah, this movie's fun. It's it's a it's a good movie. It really is. I really did enjoy it. I would say watch it if you're a fan of John Carpenter because it is very John Carpenter. If you're a fan of horror too, it just just horror in general, it's a different take on some things that you may or may not have seen before. Yeah, no. it's it it is beat for beat, John or uh, Ghost of Mars, which is weird to say, but think about it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Fucking shit goes crazy. Toward the end. And you're like, what the fuck is going... And it, it rem- as far as beat points go, it is go- it is Ghosts of Mars. It but almost wish- amazes me that, that Big Trouble wasn't more successful when it came out. Because there's a movie that never slows down. It's constantly shit going on. 100% paced perfectly. That's the one that flopped yeah. the hardest, too. Well, he, he uh, he's a guy... He also admitted, like, he's like, this and... Uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China failed so fucking hard at the theater, but they made their money in, in VHS rentals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably saw this when I was a kid. I, VHS I, saved I, Carpenter's career yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, but, and also what's funny about Big Trouble in Little China, the, the, the reverberations throughout culture because of that movie, I mean, it's in everything. Every video game is ripping off Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, every Mortal Kombat game you've yeah, ever played, Mortal Kombat, ripped yeah. off that fucking shit. Yeah, definitely. So he was kind of the zeitgeist guy, really, and I would say he's more of a zeitgeist guy in the last thirty years than anybody else. Yeah, Big Trouble in China. Like I mentioned in a previous episode, we did. I watched a fucking ton as a kid. Oh yeah, and yeah never, so never times, once yeah. as an adult. So I'm looking forward to it. I love That's that movie. When I was a kid, I put it with on. Eyes. My parents came in, started watching it, and they fucking loved it too. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this movie?" And then we're just like, "We don't care. It's wonderful. It's yeah, fucking yeah. great." And that's, that was it, you know. So something that does not need defining. It's not you don't. Carpenter makes drive-in movies. Yeah, he does that, that look like like high budget movies. But yeah. you look at what what the 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 legacy of Carpenter slasher film. He did that. Yeah. He does the cosmic horror movie. He's done that. I mean, he's three done, of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the guy's incredible. Well, yeah. you could say that. Yeah, he's a he's like the lower budget version of uh, Kubrick, who did every yeah. fucking genre and fucking yeah. killed it. Like some of the best movies yeah. within every genre. And but the difference was Kubrick was far more successful. Carpenter's yes, the, the that's what I'm man's saying. Kubrick, <laughs> yeah. blue collar Kubrick. Kubrick <laughs> Carpenter is Kubrick without the budget. Yeah, he's yeah. like. It, on a crunch, he's like the he's Roger Corman version of uh, Kubrick. And, and it that, shows you how much Kubrick power Kubrick had. He personally pulled, um, well, this ultra violence. What was that? Uh, uh, Clockwork Clock Orange. Orange. He personally pulled that movie out of theater when it was doing well at the theater because they were saying it was so violent and it was bringing out the worst in London. He pulled it out of the theater. I just he did that. I think he should have pulled it because the movie's okay at best. <laughs> Carpenter is the type of guy that says three million dollars, no fucking problem. I can do Damn. that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll he's he's the Rod. This is not this is not a slight on Carpenter at all. He no. is the Roger Corman version of Kubrick. He, yeah, 
he has a shoestring budget and he fucking makes it work. Make I can do that. Yeah. Fuck it, let's do it. And that's what I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Speaking of segues, uh, someone someone's watching me from '78. I've never seen him do this genre. He's doing a thriller, not a horror. And hopefully, it's better than Dark Star. Dark Star is our is our new low, and I don't blame the movie or Adam for picking it. No, I blame. I, uh, no. I blame. You know, it's his first movie. Big deal. I blame Dan O'Bannon. <laughs> but yeah, Adam, I mean. after I pick, uh, someone's watching me next week. You have you have the next choice. So okay, think stew stew on that. I have a couple in mind already. Yeah. Please don't. I will just say consider the movies he wrote, because we're we're run, we're going to start running low on movies he directed, and then we're going to end with like Diablo and. So. I yeah, know. asshole. It's my pick, motherfucker. Well, it's your pick, but we'll also keep in mind we're gonna have to talk when, about when it, when, seventeen when your, movies in a when row. It's your pick, you'll have you can pick the writer, the one that he wrote. I'm yeah, <laughs> you say that, I'm but not. when we do seven episodes in a row, of, Listen, of hey, shut up, shut up, shut up, Adam. From Dark Star, damn it! I need redemption from Dark Star. You are about to get kicked. No, but he's. We're gonna do seven episodes in a row of movies he wrote and didn't direct. Do you really want that? That's all I'm saying. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have I, your fears. I, I'm not. The, I'm not motivated. The you reason you don't work. have that fear is because you can just go. Oh, I'm not showing up that week, and I have to <laughs> fucking talk about myself. That's why you don't have that fear. I have that fear because. You know, I just might have an appointment though. Yeah. Oh, I have an appointment for fuck you. That's my doctor I don't said. Know fuck what you. Talking about. I have a whopping case of fuck youism, and I just got to go to the doctor. You know. Well, I, I wish I had that fucking case of fuck youism for the last fucking O'Henry show. I got a got a pain. It's in my ass. I need to go see a doctor. Oh Dick, I will not disagree. We all should have missed that. We should have all just said fuck that O'Henry and never go back. We should have talked about like the Ghostbusters toys instead. Yeah. The O'Henry bar. Oh god. Ugh. You know what's sad? That she shitty told candy us to bar. Get O'Henry bars. And I'm the one that made the effort. <laughs> The candy bar, the candy bar was better than the episode. That's fucked yes, up. Yes, it is. And the candy it's bar sucks. It's not. I like. It's fine. It's not that bad. It's it's all right. It's you probably it, also like almond joy. You sick fuck. I love almond joy. Yeah. I don't mind almond joy. I love I love coconut and I love almonds. Fuck you and dark chocolate <sighs> from the miles. Almond joy's got nuts. Miles don't. I don't Sometimes like I feel like a nut, coconut. Adam. Sometimes I, like I want to get the fuck out of here. Let's it's uh, the wrap consistency. up. Consistency. Yeah. Sometimes I want to nut in my face. Sometimes I want to be woken up by Dick when I'm sleeping on his couch. I'm going to in your ah! face. Hey. Sometimes you hey. want to spend some time in the closet with, uh, with with this character in this movie. With with yeah, that what's his name? I already forgot. Fuck it. Um, uh, see, you can't ever remember his name. I don't know his name. I don't fucking Walter. Remember. You want to spend time yeah. in the closet with Walter? All I can think about is is sleeping over at when? Dick's and him waking up or him waking me up. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. What's up? I see you're jerking sure. off there pretty aggressively. Looks like you're no, about to finish. He'd be, he'd be standing there with his with his junk tucked uh, between his legs, going, "Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me." Dick, I can't. I can't help but notice you're going cross. Oh fuck! What? Am I Satan what? now? I got Th- your... Thankfully, I don't have an extra bed in my small house. <laughs> I said I was going to sleep in your couch. You just. I don't even have that. <laughs> you don't have a couch. I, I'm, I'm I'm swapping out my uh, dicks, my big my big kind of love seat thing for two separate kind of swivel chairs. Dicks 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 apartment wow. is like that apartment from the Fifth Element where his bed's like underneath the fucking Pretty, stove yeah. and shit. 
Do you do you have plastic over it? it? Do you have plastic over your love seats? Yeah, yeah, but yeah there you okay. go. You have plastic Auto over wash. it. Auto wash. Mother yeah. pass. Multi. He knows it's a multi. Anyway. Um, or love. Okay. Next week, someone's watching me. Can I? Can I? Any parting words of wisdom while I pull up this on IMDb so I can read the IMDb uh, synopsis? Carpenter's a perfect example of go back and watch things that you might not have given a chance the first time. You'd be genuinely surprised when you get older that you might enjoy things a little bit more than you did the first time you watched them. It's too bad his he's all done with directing movies because yeah. I, I wish he'd have one more good one to go on. Also, off I can't recommend enough his commentaries are a joy to sit and you're ne- you'll never be bored. Oh, no. A Prince of Darkness has a 6.7. <laughs> this has a 6.6. And it says, uh, so 1978. A woman is being watched in her apartment by a stranger who, who also calls and torments her. A cat and mouse game begins. Someone's watching me! Someone's watching me! If I may, 6.8 or 6. Point anything is par for the course for John Carpenter. Most no. of his movies are like fives and sixes. Except for Halloween and The Thing. Except for Halloween. No, even The Thing, I think, has a slightly lower score. The fucking, I, think the thing, I think The Thing might be an eight point something. It, Let me see. No, it's, I think The Thing is highly rated. I'm looking right now. You're so slow. Come on, just don't even bother. 8.1. Yeah, 8.1. Yeah. No, right. you're, you're thinking in terms of when it came out. You have to think in terms of IMDb, which is people now rating the movie. Well, I was going to say, uh, let's take another one that we like. Uh, let's see. Let's try They Live. Uh, I guess that's 7 something. 7.3. Okay. Yeah, there you go. How about another one? Let's try Big Trouble. That has a 7.3 as well. Okay. All right. But, see Starman. Oh no! Oh god! That's gonna be a five point eight. Five point eight. Okay, so next week seven point Bullshit! Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. So so next week someone's watching me, and uh, we'll we'll see what Carpenter does with the thriller. I'm looking forward to that. I have no idea what to expect, and I'm looking forward I'm looking to forward that. Forward to it just because I haven't seen it. Me too. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious. Dick's by Curious about the episode, and we'll get there next week. Um, we're also doing um, what the fuck one in the last episode we just did. What was it? <laughs> we just did it. How the fuck did we not know? What the O Henry? An anthology show. Oh, um, it's, oh, it's uh, oh, oh, Tales oh, of the oh, Unexpected. Oh. Yeah. So, okay, guys, for me, LAWstudios.com. We have our live shows posted there. If you're curious on what we're doing on any particular day, go check it out. On Tuesdays, we do our uh, LAW The Twilight Zone Review. We do two or three episodes, depending on what they are. And then on Wednesdays, we do Anthology Series Review. We will not be doing O'Henry for a while, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, next now. week, we're doing Tales, from the, Tales of the Unexpected. And then we also, after that, we do, similar to today, we do a John Carpenter movie, which is Someone's Watching Me on next week. Adam will choose the next episode, so start thinking, Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, LIW Anthology Pod, LIW The TZ Review, Lord Wonderland, or, and the Phoenix West on Twitter. Dick? Ditto. Cool. Adam? Uh, I do the Orville reviews with Phoenix. We've been doing those every week. Uh, we're, we're going through the old episodes, getting ready for season three to be come out. So be checking that out on Raise Lost Flicks on YouTube. I also review uh, <laughs> The Expanse. 
I review old sci-fi horror movies, especially sci-fi horror. Uh, we're also doing the uh, the Bad Movie Watch review on Fridays at 9 p.m. Uh, Dick O'Henry up here is joining the cast. He'll be a, a regular on there as well. So that's pretty much where we make fun of the movie, rate the movie, have a good time, join us. Uh, so that's going to be at 9 o'clock Eastern Time? 9, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And make sure you check me out at www.raidersoflostflicks.com for links to everything. I did post on Twitter, what do you think of uh, the movie today, Prince of Darkness? And someone wrote, uh, this is Saint Seamus Milne's Left Bullock. At, at Seamus! M-I-I-N-E, Seamus, S-E-A-M-A-S. Cheaply made. Titanic review. <laughs> cheaply made, well-written, great concept, genuinely scary, seriously underrated, and hated by the critics on release. Um, Matthew Kirchenblatt at... M. Kirchenblatt, if that helps. I enjoyed it and the dialogue. Some of it was a little too over the top, like what the Prince of Darkness is, but it was enjoyable spectacle with moments of brilliance. But damn, that fucking priest. Yeah, it's... That should be on the box. I'm looking forward damn, to rewatching. Damn, that fucking priest. <laughs> Here, after we wrap up this series, we talk about all the John Carpenter movies. I want to go back to this. I really do. And see what I think on subsequent feelings, viewings. Because like okay. I said, I think I'll enjoy it more. Because I'm not sitting mm-hmm. there going, what's the ending? I know the ending. Yeah. Yeah. How am I going to enjoy this now? And the Mo- reason I think is because, it's a, I, as I told you earlier, it's a lot to take in on the first viewing. It really is. And you said that, and I go, oh, there's nothing to take in. So no, I'm, there is. No. And that's what I want to see. Is there more on subsequent viewings? Am I missing something? Especially now that you know that every scene is telling you like some kind of visual story. So yes, so we'll we'll find out. We'll do this again. Um, and find out if they say anybody's names. <laughs> IMDb has them, but that's it. Yeah, but yeah. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick Ticket, Prince of Carpenterisms, Adam Wilcox. So long, citizen. So long, John Carpenter. I'll send you a, a carton of Paul Malls. I'll send you a carton of Paul Malls if you do an intro for us. I'm By the sure. way, your music's awesome. I bought your yeah, record. Definitely. Do an intro records. song for us, John. I, I, I'd yeah, love Make us an intro song. That'd be amazing. Do something for us. We supported you. If, if I could pick one theme to be ours, I would hijack Assault on Precinct 13. Terrible movie, great fucking theme song. Great. Theme That's song. my favorite movie. You, you just told them one of those movies is terrible. Yeah, you just bashed the man. If you you're going to say that, say say The Fog is terrible. No, I like The Fog. Fuck you. That's my third Fuck favorite you. Carpenter movie. You know what? That, just for that, that's going to be my pick. All right? Fuck ah! you. <laughs> Fuck you and The Fog. Ah. I did, hold on. Okay. While we're still live. I just... For some reason, at like 11.30 at night, they play a remake of a John Carpenter movie every fucking night. Oh, and I sit there and I watch my. it. So I've, re- I've watched Assault and Precinct 13 with... with a, what's Ethan his fucking Hawk. name? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I watched yeah. that and I watched The Thing remake. And I watched... The other day, I watched The Fog remake. And I go, this Ugh. is so fucking terrible. Well, The Thing so remake is not technically a remake. It's a prequel. So that's... Yeah, that's no. Nice. Yeah, The it's Thing. It's not good. Shit. It's yeah. shit. But it's you not, could it's say not, it's what... Remake. I don't care what it is. I just watch it and go, am I entertained? No, it's boring. It's stupid. Okay, They well, just did that so that they could sell it to people and it didn't fucking no. work. Didn't fucking work. They want to do their soft reboots. Go fuck yourself, Hollywood. And John Carpenter is on board with that. Ooh, fuck we them. We got CG. 
They, they even the only remake I can't find of his is Lockout with with Guy Pierce, which oh, is a terrible. which is a remake of uh, I saw it in Escape the from New York. Fucking terrible! It, it is fucking. Beat I can't for find beat. it. I can't find it. Uh it's not worth watching. It's not good. But I tell you where you could probably find it. Go to the grocery store when they have that little bin <laughs> up front that has DVDs and Blu-rays in it. It it's in sucks. There. Adam, it have sucks. you seen it? Yeah. Okay, I have not, and. And I cannot find it, and I don't want to pay for it because I know it's going to suck. Yeah. So I'll go to Rasputin. I got I got a place over here called Rasputin. They have a bunch of old used DVDs and shit. Yeah. So send I'll go me, look and see. Maybe send me a copy. Try the Goodwill. I'll go, I'll, I'll yeah. go look. I'll go look and find shit one. Shit like that'll be in the Goodwill for like a no. dollar. Now here yeah. they have a Zia Records. I could go look there, but I just haven't because of Corona. I haven't been to Rasputin's here in like six months. Yeah, no, Actually, no, no Goodwill years, in Arizona. So yeah. Let's anyway, so long, citizens. So long, John Carpenter. Send us a score. Bye. Can you imagine if he did a score for us? It'd be awesome. Who do I send it to? The fucking asshole in the corner or the other asshole in the corner or the asshole downstairs? Yeah, I, I wouldn't know how to handle. Shit. If he literally sent me, like, hey, I sent you a, I'm going to send you this. Where do I send it? I go, yeah. I would, like, start stuttering. I love you. I don't. I don't get like weird on celebrities, but I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm jealous of him because I make music, right?" And yeah. the guy can take a bass line, a synth pad, and a, just a very minimalistic drum beat and make something fucking amazing with it. And I'm like, "How the hell does he this, do that?" This is right here at the ready, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Jealous of it. Jealous of him. Yeah. Was that John Carpenter or your CD? No, that's this my CD. Adams. I, mean, oh, okay. I also I have say, this. Yeah, it's Adam's CD, right? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. He sent me a CD and and didn't open it and sign it. He no, left. No, it, he I left. I didn't it. know he wanted me to autograph it. I would have thought he had been offended that. I why wouldn't I want that? Why would you? Why would you want that? I'm nobody. You know me. If you're Look gonna send me this, why wouldn't I want that? I mean, now that I know that, the next time I send you something, I'll fucking autograph one. But I just thought if I would autograph it, would be like, who the fuck's he think he is, a rock star? Fuck no, him. but you, you're right. Like, hey, Phoenix, go fuck yourself, Adam. I probably would do something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, that's fine. And and nothing. When I, when I launched that CD, I actually did autograph like the first 20 or so that but not this. pre-ordered it. Did, yeah. Didn't think I was special enough? You didn't, you didn't pay for it. <laughs> I, I didn't ask for it. That's See, the other, you didn't ask for it, yeah. See, this is the only guy you know. He, he gets something for free and he still bitches about yeah. it. What an asshole. No, it, it's the, the conversation I had with Jansen the other day. He took my guitar and he goes, it's okay. I'm like, you asked for it. I did wake up. Like I said, I was way too drunk yesterday. And I woke up today and I got, my first thought was, Jansen was right. He 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 took that guitar when I was moving <laughs> into that liquor. Instant regret. <laughs> yes, I didn't want to admit it at the time. You're like but immediately enrolled in this twelve step program. He's a hundred percent right. He took the guitar when I was moving, not when I, after I moved in. He was right. Well, actually, I would say the more the more <laughs> egregious action is that the CD is still wrapped. It has not been listened to. That's, no, I just got it. I'm fucking oh, busy. Oh. I have a family. Sorry. <laughs> I, oh, about, oh, sure, whatever. When I printed that CD, I, I printed like a, a couple hundred of them, and I managed to sell most of them. I only have like twenty of them left, so I, I, did, I did all right with it. I only got I like I never. I got like three copies of Full Circle left on my webpage that are autographed, and nobody's I bought them. I never made. It's just something that I wanted to do. Is one of my bucket list things. I wanted to make an album, and and I wanted to make an '80s synth album. That's what I did. So yeah, I've sold dick. Yeah. yeah, that's what you sell though. It's your name. Come on, yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
I sold That's Phoenix so loads. What? No. I sold dick in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> I jerk you I, off for I, money. I'm Alice Cooper. I'm going to stab <laughs> you with a bicycle. <laughs> and I got a hot dog stand. You want a hot dog? You want a foot long? All right. I told Carpenter he always wanted to be in a horror movie. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bye, Good night. Everybody. Nobody watched us. Bye. No. Fuck you. <laughs>